All right, y'all ready? Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yo, 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 what's going on, everybody? It's the Knucklehead Comic Book oh, Podcast. Yeah, 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 we doing, we doing that. We doing that right now. What up, what up, what up, what up? It's your boy, Toe Tags. We out here. We going to be asking the questions, and y'all going to be listening to the questions, and they're going to be answering the questions, and then y'all get to ask some questions, and then we might answer your questions if we have time with the questions that were asked beforehand. So don't ask no questions unless you want them answered because we don't, <laughs> we don't play that bullshit here. Holla at me. Oh, didn't see you there. <laughs> you know, just reading a good book. Cap, as always. I don't know what the hell that was before me. So... Kind of figure this out together. Greatness. Well, you know what it is, Lay. Hit like, subscribe, share, and most importantly, think through your questions before you ask them. That's right. I don't like to think, so don't ask me no damn questions. Hello. Well. <laughs> hey man, think it's a chore. Shouldn't be, it shouldn't be one. I, I, know, I know, but you know, you know how it goes, man. Back in the day, you know, they just, they wanted you to feel. I was like, I'm not Bruce Lee. You know how that goes. You know, don't think. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I get it. I get it. I don't. I'm not, I'm lying. I don't. It's all right. Not a lot of but it people. Sounds good, I like it. It sounded good. Yeah. It's, it's the best we got in a, in a society of. Of what we live in, I felt like you rushed it though a little bit, but it, it sounded good. Yeah, side though. Yeah. We... This is what it sounds like with well thought out uh, ideas and statements. It, this is what thinking through your question sounds like. Exactly what told you did. That's right. You know, fucking don't make me have to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, talking about thinking. I want to start off with two characters that I just got introduced to because I was watching a, a video, you know, because I, mm -hmm. I like to do that. And they were talking about the smartest characters in the in the MCU or potentially going to be in the MCU. But they mentioned Moon Girl, who technically isn't uh, human. She's like an alien and she has a red Tyrannosaurus Rex with her. And what what I found interesting is that she's the only person in the world to solve the banner box, which apparently is a Rubik's cube times 4,000. And she solved it like that with no problem. <laughs> now the level of intellect on that shit has to be crazy. Absolutely. And there's another character I wanted to talk about that. I don't even know if you guys know, cause when I asked cat before he was a little stump, but apparently Reed Rich's daughter, is the smartest character in the in the Marvel universe? Hold on, like you got. He's like think Scarlet Witch, but yanked up more. Like he can fuck with reality and all that in a thought. Like he he can make a pocket universe in his hands. Wait. That's the next level. Yeah, the daughter apparently. Oh. Yeah, she's extremely intelligent. I, her name escapes me, but I did read about that. Like I read about 
Moon Girl, Ironheart, and her. Okay. I had mentioned Ironheart before. Yeah. You know that she re, uh, reverse engineered Tony Stark's equipment by herself and made her own suit. So, yeah. And then Moon Girl, she apparently uh, corrected Reed Richard on something. And he was like, that's never happened. He goes, well, it's life. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. These are these other three now considered three of the smartest or the top three smartest people in all of Marvel. So from what I'm just looking up now, her name is Valerie Megan Von Doom. Well, that makes sense. If yeah, you're but, part of the Von Doom-ish. Yeah, so she's, she's the goddaughter of Victor Von Doom. Wait a minute, sir. Let me understand this correctly. These people, these two guys hate each other and you made him the godson? Well, it has to be like in another universe, son, right? No, no, no. This is in 616. Is it? Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. I mean, I Doom is evil, but I mean, he respects intelligence. That is true. That and You know what's funny? And that's the, that's the, that's the, iron, the, the thing I love about when they write an intelligent character, that even at that point, he, he can respect two things. Honor, that's why he respects Cap and intelligence. That's why he respects anybody that, you know, said level of intelligence. Like, have you ever seen the uh, Avengers Assemble? Yeah. And he goes, I want you to protect me. He goes, the, you asked for the Avengers? He goes, I didn't ask for the Avengers. I asked for you. Yeah. At no point did I say, I need all of them. I needed you because <laughs> you find a way to get people to do things against their will. I don't know how you do it, but you do it. You know and what I mean? Also, he also made the point of, Cap, you're the one who who stands by principle. So even though I'm a bad guy, I know for a fact that you're going to have my back when the shit hits the fan because you're a man of principle. When Hawkeye was like, yo, he goes, listen, even he has a diplomatic immunity. You know what I'm saying? He has a right to say whatever he wants for his country. Do I like it? No. But these are the rules we're living by. You know what I'm saying? You gotta, it got to be it. You know what I'm saying? And it's crazy at the end of that episode that Cap was already planning. See, people forget how tactical, strategic Cap's mind is. He may not be ingenuitively intelligent, like, you know, but when it comes to battle, he's going to be eight steps ahead of you. You know what I mean? So, yeah. But, yeah, no, um, that whole, the, the Moon Girl, uh, uh, Ironheart, uh, the uh, the other one, yeah, they're, um, they're like, by the way, Moon Girl and Ironheart are both uh, African-American, even though Moon Girl is an alien. And if you know anything about Reed Richard, clearly she, you know, Valerie's going to be African-American. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, the black, that's the black daughter. Yeah, That's the black daughter Shook was never finding. That's yeah. who she is. Yo, reading what she can do, she's yeah. got genius level intellect, superhuman strength, invulnerability, invisibility, time travel, force field generation, energy blast, limited telekinesis, short, shortened? Oh, shortened empathy and tele- te- telepathy. It's hard words to say. Okay. Yeah, but see, so she's the she female Superman. Set. You see, that's, it's like you put all of the Fantastic Four people together in one, technically. You know, she doesn't like energy projection. You can say that's a human torch, which is fire. Then the fourth field of clearly is mom, her mother. And then, you know, the intellect is clearly the father. Oh, yeah. by the way, I forgot. Uh, Sue Storm is pretty intelligent as well. People forget that. You know what I'm saying? She's not just hot. She's actually very intelligent. Yeah. Same. But this is the thing that I don't get. You got two people 
one who can turn invisible, and one who stretches. How the fuck does that make invulnerability, super strength, time travel, energy blood? Like, how the fuck do you get all those combinations with from the original two? Yeah, and think about that. Look at their son. He can alter reality. Yeah. That, you know how, how batshit crazy he's OP over his parents and her? It's like, yo, look, what was in those cosmic rays that hit you guys? And how come you got the shit end of the stick? Yeah. <laughs> Stretch. Ooh. Yeah, they got the cosmic <laughs> rays one. Oh, and that, it, it yeah, and then, the, the kids got the, the ultimate residue of the cosmic rays are way better than the shit they got. Don't get me wrong. Sue Storm can make a force field inside you and expand it in your foot, but she's not altering reality or time traveling. And Reed Ridge, you can guess you from high places. Congratulations, Ridge. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, your son is making pocket dimensions at school. That is insane. And your daughter can pick up a semi. But you can stretch. And, and so it must, it must be like an evolution thing. You know what I mean? You know how the, the further the X-Men went down, the more evolved they got, the better they got? Yeah. So I think it's just a thing of, all right, this is the basis. And with time, they've like their powers evolved to the kids. Like, you know how the kids are supposed to get better than you? You know, like if I'm athletic and my and my wife is intelligent, then it possibly get the good mix of both. Yeah. So I, I'm thinking that's what it does. To me, that's the thing that makes sense. Because oh, yeah. even if they they're mutants, they're both mutants at the end of the day, if you think about it. Because their cells are mutated. True. So you mean to tell me my kid's going to be able to just create money out of thin air? Hey, man, if somebody, if you know somebody, if you get a girl that does it, do it. Find her. <laughs> and if she has a sister, get her to tow. Word. It's wow. a lot of money being created. Hell yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of air around us. <laughs> you know? Definitely. Sometimes it's not that much air around you. Where you be at? Yeah, the ocean. No, that reminds See, you're talking, you're talking about uh, Reed Richards' uh, daughter, and she's she's fucking with your reality right now. Oh, yeah. She really is. That's what I get for talking about women in general. I get. Yo, did you send that thing I, I sent about Mary Jane? Oh. I sent the thing, right? So the whole thing, Mary Jane gets in danger so much, she decided to learn hand-to-hand combat. How about this one? Stop getting in danger. Crazy idea. And you yeah. want to talk about toxic... That Lois Lane got nothing on Mary Jane, by the way. Yeah, but to be fair, learning hand-to-hand combat when you live with a man who can crawl on walls is pretty. It's probably a good idea. Yeah, but I'm saying is you should know some Tybo or something. Yeah, but let's remember this: this is also the same woman that threw herself off a building to prove who he was. That is not healthy. Yo, think of this. Think of how fucked up the writers are. They had Gwen yeah. Stacy fall off a bridge. Spidey catches her, snaps the neck. So then his next girlfriend jumps off the fucking thing and hopes that he doesn't catch her and Do snap the same her. thing, right? Like, yo, wait a minute. I, I, I've been here before. I know <laughs> what happens. I have to jump and get her. I have to meet her speed. Like, I remember once I was watching um, Mythbusters and they were talking about how Superman swoops in and catches people. He goes, he would tear them in half. He has to, he has to match their velocity, then get them. He can't just swoop in and all of a sudden he's just... It's like Omni-Man. He's going to cut right through them. Yeah. Awesome. 
That's not the way it went in my mind. Yo, that's one of the good all over him. Also, I'm like, I didn't catch you. That's one <laughs> of the good things that I liked about the uh, about the Flash in the Justice League is when mm-hmm. he ran, he was holding people by the back yeah, like of that. Head so that they wouldn't have whiplash or any weird effect. That was, that was Quicksilver. He did like that he too. Hand behind, the, yeah, he would put his hand like he did it to um Magneto when he went to get him out of prison. He put his hand behind his head and Daisy Future Bad goes, "What's that for?" So you won't snap your neck. He goes, trust me, it's happened before. <laughs> it, because if you try to, like, Spider-Man with the web and then Superman cutting someone in half, it's like, yo, that's impossible. You're going to kill somebody. Yeah. You're going to break a spine or something. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, you know what it is is um like we were talking before about when we we're talking about female characters. You we there weren't too many intelligent female characters. You know, there were the the damsels, or you know, you had your damsels and you had your storms and and Wonder Woman. Like either they're OP or they ain't shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So they're they're kind of intelligent, but not really. And now they just started to kick it up all the notch and go, yo, the most intelligent people in Marvel now are all women, pretty much. Yeah, but going back to that. Yeah. They don't publicize it. No, they don't. I've been hearing. I've been hearing about Franklin Richards since he was first made. Yeah, I've never once heard anything about the daughter. I I barely even remember they had a daughter. It's funny. The reason I remember the daughter is because I read a comic where the son, where he, he he's talking to her, like he's talking right, and I go, "What was that?" And all of a sudden, I go, "Oh, that's right. They have a daughter." Now the thing with Moon Knight. Uh, with Moon Girl and Ironheart is that Ironheart is in one of the cartoons they have now. And then Moon Girl, I happened to pick up a comic book. I just saw a red, a, a red T-Rex and I was like, yo, I like dinosaurs, fuck it. And all of a sudden it was a very interesting read coming from her. You know, she was, I think she was, she was meeting Tony Stark for the first time and she made him look like an idiot. Like, you know, because, and that was fun because it's Tony Stark's a dick and it took his ego took a shot. Yeah. <laughs> this little girl is fucking straight embarrassing me in front of everybody. Like, it'd be like that sometimes. She was like, you know, she's a little girl, so it's nothing personal to her. She's like, well, you were wrong. I'm helping you. Yeah. And one of the things with uh, with Riri Wilson is critically, when she first came in, fans hated her. Yeah. It has taken her a long time to get into a good standing with the fans because they misunderstood that. They thought she was coming in to replace Tony Stark to be like the new. It's weird. Like they're going to erase Tony Stark and she was just going to be it from now on. Yeah. 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 And the funny thing is it was almost, it was almost exactly concurrent with uh, Robert Downey Jr. It was like eerily, it was, the timing was perfect and then not perfect for her. You know what I mean? So it was, but then again, you have to understand it's like, yo, you have a new cat. Right, you're gonna have a new Iron Man. It's like, yo, it's like we talk about X Pac. With him, there's no character evolution. You have to evolve with the time. Somebody's, all of that stuff is mantles. Cap is a mantle. Iron Man is a mantle. Hulk could be a mantle because they got that that Asian kid. Um, Amadeus Cho. Amadeus Cho. Right, a mantle. He became a Hulk. He, you know what I'm saying? He's actually intelligent with it. Makes him a little weaker, but with the brains and that strength, it makes sense. You know what I mean? Even Thor. We have a female Thor. We have Beta Ray Bill. You know what I mean? It's like one of those things like 
the, the the problem is that you have these people that have been reading these characters for so long that they go bad you when you change it. Like um, like Wolverine's son. Which one, Dakin? Dick, my man. The first time I read about him, I go, "Oh, that claw out of there looks that person's different." Everybody else that I know hated him. Yeah. And then what do you do? You make him bisexual. That's when the shit hit the fan. Because Wolverine would never do something like that. He's only been alive for like a thousand years. Who says he hasn't dipped his pen in mass shit? Yeah. But the moment they made him that, it was over. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I, I like, I, I think it's different. It's cool that he has a son. It would mean all the all the tang he's been slaying all these years. It has to catch up to him eventually. But you know Dude's what? Like the, a thousand. Come on. It, it's weird. It's weird. The whole everybody don't like the uh, like the bisexual thing. But if you think logically, right, and just take mm. feelings out of it, yeah, that is probably the most rational and reasonable of the sexualities. Because instead of just having half the population that you're into, you essentially open up to the entire population. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. An old school Greek fucking world, that, that's what they did. They, yeah. That's how they were. I mean, you remember Gladiator, right, when he goes, when he's telling Maximus, you want a girl, a boy? And it's like, yeah. running jokes and the whole thing is that senators like little boys, like the senators, the older guys. That was a running joke, right? Like, look, like, perfect example. Two of the coolest characters out there, Deadpool and John Constantine are pansexuals. They will nail anything. At one point in one of the comics, Constantine uh, got laid with King Shark. They had a thing going. It's a fucking shark, son. He nailed a shark. You gotta you know, when people love Constantine, you can't tell people shit about Constantine. Don't can't tell them shit. But meanwhile, Deadpool would nail anything that walks, literally. Or crawls, or, or just crawls, or has a face of death. Yeah. Whatever. He's in it. But make Wolverine's son by. What are you doing? Blasphemy. My man, the other guy that can heal fast. Fucks everything. Yeah. <laughs> and he has a daughter. What's the big deal? And that's like, if it, if there's no, like, look, it's like comedy and comics should be two places where you can't take any of this shit seriously. Yeah. Just read it for enjoyment. Yeah. Like, when I see a comic, I'll be like, yo, I can't do much. It's a joke. Yeah. Speaking of which, did you guys see the, the trailer to the, to the, Hulu Marvel animated Hit Monkey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know you don't know what Hit Monkey is. They no, I, I looked it up, but <laughs> they literally found a fucking monkey. Yep. And trained him to be an assassin. Yep. Not like a monkey with special powers and nope. just a fucking monkey. They made it. They made a monkey John Wick. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. And that's Damn. one of Deadpool's like favorite Williams too. Deadpool's favorite ally is the monkey? Hit monkey, yeah. Holy shit. And this is coming out on Hulu. First yeah. Like, yo, yeah, first like, yo, I gotta, I gotta see it. Because you know what it is? Me and him was watching the show Primal, right? When you guys ever seen it? It's like it's like a caveman, and the caveman has a... I forgot the animal that's with him. But they like they travel together through, a, you know what I'm saying, through all kind of landscape. And then when I saw the, the monkey one, I was like, yo, that looks like the same animation. He was like, yo, it is. Same, by the way, I looked it up, same animation crew. 
And the fact that uh, was it is it Jason Sedazen that he's like the the spirit that's yeah. back that's like helping him out. Yeah, he's the agent helping him out. <laughs> that he's dead, by the way. It's like it's like you got um John Wick meets Pro- Project X. That's old school for you kids. You don't know about that. Matthew Broderick was in that. That was training monkeys in flights. Meets um Six Sense. Like yeah. you mix that all together, and you got this shit show that we're gonna watch, and I can't wait to see it. <laughs> by the way, he gets him a suit. With sunglasses and everything, bro. <laughs> oh my god, that's crazy! And he looks better in a suit than some people that I know, so that's crazy. Shit. Okay, that that's definitely good. Something and that's something I gotta check out. Williams wants to know Have what you guys, you guys think of. No. Oh, that's right. That's right. No, no, that's right. I apologize. I know. To- I know you. Yeah, yeah. I know you guys are not fans of the Venom. Period. The end Yo. credit scene is. I'm gonna tell you right now. I saw. The end credit scene, right? Oh, cool. All right, good, good, and good. So when I saw it, I was like, okay, I might give this movie a chance. And then I saw a, I saw a leaked version, or not a version, I saw a leaked, uh, the end part, where, yeah, yeah. where him and Carnage go yeah. out in the church. Yes. I saw that scene. And, dude, that the scene was five minutes long that I was watching. A minute and a half into it, I was like, no, nah, I'm not watching this fucking movie. This is stupid. And I turned it off. <laughs> I didn't even bother you know, watching the rest of it. It's funny. Somebody, the guy that does a, uh, there's a, there's a comic review of, I forgot the cat's name. It kind of felt like, and I was like, I saw parts and I was like, I can see it. But apparently, Tom Hardy was all in for the movie. You like, he just, Dove into it. Everybody's you know, like, "What was kind of off as, as as Cassidy? He was kind of off." I was like, "I mean, you got to play a psycho. Do it. Do it like Tom Hardy was playing Eddie Brock. Just who gives a fuck?" Yeah. The guy enjoys murdering people without the carnage suit. Go bad shit. Go back to your natural born killer days. That's who you should have. That should have been that same character. That's pretty much that character in comics. The way they were killing people, you know, like fucking for fun, that's how you should have been killing people. Even in the PG-13, you could have pulled off that same character. You know what I'm saying? No, I hear you. Yeah, yeah, but-, but if you, the end credit scene is, uh, uh, it's been a week, right? It's been a week, right? Well, no, it hasn't been a week. No, it hasn't no. been a week. No. Well, next yeah. time, I don't want to, you know, the Russo brother rules. We'll give you a week. After that shit, I'm just dropping bombs. <laughs> Taking L's out here. But all the reviews that I've heard from Kenny, from from uh, Krills, from other yeah. people, is that it's a short movie. That's pretty much the review I get. Like, how yeah. do you like the movie? Yeah. It it's, was short. It's, it's relatively, yeah. It's like how do I, how do I say this? It's um, it's like they were. It was like they were trying to get to the end credit scene. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you. It's like they were rushing to like, yo, you guys got to get here, and there's only one, and like. I swear to God, it's like the movie's pushing to that. You know what I mean? You know when it's like a, a kid trying to get to that one present, like, yo, I need that present. I know what it is. And you're trying to get to it? Yeah. That kind of deal. You're rushing through to get to that point. Meanwhile, you're forgetting that there's a movie here. <laughs> That's part of the reason Maybe. why I don't, I'm not interested in watching this. Because all yeah. I hear is, is short. I'm like, I... No, no, no. I mean... There's no lie in that. It's short. You know what I'm saying? But. <laughs> Damn, I can't get a sentence out. 
Yeah, somewhere there's a director's cut of this podcast. It's going to be great. Yeah. But I was like, whoa, what? Like, you guys really you know, fuck this movie. Get to here, guys. That's pretty much what it is. And I was like, all right. Wow. You could have you could have done that shit. Just show us that. Yeah. Charge five bucks and be like, yo, here's the end scene. Let's leave. Just do the one shot like they did uh God Save the Queen or King or whatever what Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The, the, the whole yeah, the whole um yeah, yeah. The Mandarin thing, yeah. The Yeah. You could have just did that for that. Cause I, I what's what's the name? Willie Harrison? That's the yeah. Carnage. I mm-hmm. always said if somebody's gonna play Carnage, it's gotta be him. Cause I you know, I can picture him a crazy motherfucker and the Carnage I knew from the cartoon was was a crazy psychopath killer that because couldn't stop. Natural born killers. Yeah. That that Cap knows this. You take that character that he played then, and you make him Carnage, and that's perfect. Because they're both batshit crazy. They were, I mean, at one point they were just driving around killing people for the fuck of it. And this is Carnage. This is, Carnage kills his parents at twelve. You understand that? Both his parents murdered at twelve because he enjoys that shit. Some people are just that's what they do. So all right. So uh, since we're going to talk about Venom, let's talk about uh, Venom and the symbiotes, which th- that's another reason why I didn't like the first one. I saw a little bit of it and they called it a symbiote. And I said, nope, nope, sorry. It's funny. You but are not, the, movie- you're not the only person that I know. My, my boy literally was watching and he heard that shit and he left. <laughs> yeah, it's like he got it's up like- and he bounced. He goes, by the way, fun fact, he was on a date. Oh, shit. Well, he sure. got up. He goes, nope. <laughs> have you seen that, you seen that Danny DeVito meme where he's like, nope. Yeah. That. And I like that. He just said, and he texts me, he goes, yo, I just left uh, Venom. I'm like, oh, how was it? He goes, no. They 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 pronounced it wrong. Yo, the, Sony does not want Lay to talk about this movie. Yo, for real. <laughs> <laughs> We're being honest here, guys. We're being honest here. You know what we should do next time? Just give the rights to Marvel. Let they're clearly, they clearly got this right. They got the formula down. Did you not notice this was Spider-Man's success? Yeah. They they got it down. Just hand it over. For everything. You get, you get some royalties or some kickback. Just, yo, yo, Sony, take a knee, run out the clock, give it to Marvel. That's all you got to do. Yeah. It's they it. got it. They introduced your character better than you ever did in a little bullshit scene where he took a guy's shield. Yeah, pretty much. And they said his backstory in like two seconds. Like that. You guys couldn't get this shit right four times. For real. Yeah. And that, and now the carnage or the venom shit is fucking up at least three times. The the fun part is you take a character that is literally the he was introduced through that comic and you decide let's do something different. First of all, nobody likes that venom because there's no there's no white spider sign. We this is this is how we know him. Yeah. This is how everybody knows him. How did he come about? He was Peter's first. Then like a like a scrawned ex, he went to the other dude. Like a pissed off ex. You want to talk about, you want to talk about a toxic relationship? That's Venom. Oh, yeah. All point in 10 with, uh, with Cavs, Annie, uh, the thing, the anti-tox, anti-venom. Yeah. Think about that. And there's a, there's, there's a symbiote called toxic, by the way. That's what I, yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about. Which symbiote 
that the symbiote is <laughs> is the strongest one out of them in the comics. Uh, so right now, right yeah. now it's Eddie Brock and the original Venom, because he killed. So the symbiote, the symbiotes were created by a character called Null. Mm-hmm. He's the god of the. He's the god of their their world, yep. and he's actually so powerful. He's the one who killed the fucking um, the celestial. So you know, in Guardians of the Galaxy, where they go to nowhere and it's just a floating head. Yeah. Noel is the one who killed that celestial. He beheaded him and left the yeah, he, floating out there. He's the one that made the God Killer sword. Yeah. Oh, shit. That's so so in, in Ragnarok, in the new Love and Thunder, the guy that Christian Bale is playing is the guy he gave the sword to. The God Killer. Because he has a God Killer sword. It's like the Wonder Woman sword. Okay. Yeah, like yeah. that. Like, you know, yeah. and the celestial is essentially a god. So, in the words of the queen, off with his head. Yeah, hey, I'm sorry, you were saying, Cap. I apologize. No, no, that, hey, jump yeah. in, whatever, man. Yeah. Yeah. So he created all the symbiotes, and now depending on, depending on what you read, originally during Secret War, Spider-Man found the the one that would become Venom. He uh, took it on. He had the black suit, all that shit, and then we know the history from there. He left and went to Eddie Brock. There is a de- there's a Deadpool comic that actually rewrote that. And said that Deadpool was there the entire time, but nobody fucking noticed him. And the symbiote actually jumped to him first and realized that he was so fucking crazy that he jumped off immediately. And that's why the symbiotes are fucking batshit. Wait, which? It's because they jumped to Deadpool first. Which symbiote? Venom. Venom. It all started, all the ones we know about started with Venom. Okay. The funny part is. In the in the like in their planet, they're not drawn to violence or anger. They're just drawn to like genuine people. That's the funny part about it. Like the uh, the entity itself is not violent, but it just attaches to a host and it's like you know, it's yeah. like got rejected, so he went to Brock. Brock hated Peter. Makes sense, right? Not well, the ones that they made here on Earth. Those were pieces of shit. So. That's how that's how they explain why Venom was so crazy. Yeah, apparently he went to Deadpool first and got fucked up, and he literally was with him for maybe like a minute. But that's how fucked up Deadpool is. So then, what happened is, uh, so the the King in Black saga that just finished up, they literally all the symbiotes came down. Null came down, and everybody, Venom, um, Hulk, Captain America. Ghost Rider, Spider-Man, Wolverine, everybody had a fucking symbiote with him. And Eddie was the... It was like Jet Li in the one. Just Eddie went around getting rid of all of them and he mm-hmm. became the last man standing and he's the new king in black. He's the new He's the new guy in charge now. Shit. Oh, and fun fact, Eddie Brock's son is very powerful. I just want you to remember this. Remember we talked about Reed Richard's son and the daughter? He has kinetic powers somehow. And Brock never had any of those. <laughs> and he has a symbiote already in him. Clearly. You know what I'm saying? It became a Brock set of DNA, but I was like, yo, why does why does he have mental power? What? So he but has like, a next... he has a synthetic symbiote in him? No, he has like it's like from it's like passed down from his father to him. Oh remember shit. Venom and him Venom and Venom and Brock were together for so long. It's like second nature at that point. Like they became one, literally. 
and now he's gonna pass it on to his son. Damn. Mm-hmm. Well, at least they didn't do no shit where it was like Eddie Brock's having sex, but Venom, you know, takes over, and then now it's Venom's child and not Eddie Brock's. This is true. Yeah. This is true. So, so the, here's the thing, right? At the anti-Venom story that I was that I had up in the beginning, it shows that uh, even though Flash Thompson, Matt Gorgon, and a whole bunch of other people took the symbiote from Eddie, mm-hmm. uh, it showed that the symbiote still lived inside Eddie's blood, and it was actually giving him cancer. So when Mister Negative healed him and turned him to anti-Venom, it sprung back to life, the full symbiote. So Venom has been with Eddie the entire time, even though other people have been walking around wearing the symbiote. Hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, had a had a good idea right here. She goes, um, how about Marvel versus horror characters? In themes of Halloween. Yeah. yeah so I'm thinking Jason versus Batman, which is fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, and then Iron Man versus anybody that can kill him. <laughs> yeah, um, Jason. You gotta be... do the obvious: Freddy versus Wolverine. Of course. Oh yeah, that's a good one right there. Jason goes, Hello, um, sub show, lay and cap. Uh, any who you want to see play in the Marvel move, the Marvel character? And he goes, anything goes. The only thing that does not go is do not ask us about the music in any of the movies. If we want anyone to score any of the movies or anything like that, music is off the table. All right, don't ask us about sense. the entrance music for for Captain America or Superman or anybody like that. It's the only questions when I ask when I answer them today. Yeah. Oh wow, hold up. It depends on the character, you know. Like the guy that the guy that's one of the Eternals now, I would have probably had casted him for a Warlock, but he's like he's like Superman already. Can you hit the Vision and he flies? And I'm like, okay, so there goes that idea. You know what I mean? Um. I remember for uh, for Cap, I had no idea until they could take Chris Evans. And I was like, for Black Panther, I thought it was going to be Denzel. No lie. Forever. I was like, yo. Oh, oh Wesley Snipes. Well, Wesley Snipes wanted it, but I was like, Denzel. You want somebody regal? Denzel. But then, you know, Chad came in and was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. also regal. My yeah. bad. Good right. call. Uh, Killmonger, I didn't want. Yo, Michael Jordan, I got, not that I got in the guest, but I just didn't want him. You know what I mean? Actually, the guy that's Black Madness and Aquaman, that's who I wanted to play Killmonger. That he's Candyman. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. I wanted him to do it because Killmonger is bigger and Yo, the the Illuminati Illuminati have it out for him. For real. I'm telling the truth, you man. Don't get mad at me. <laughs> we can't hear what you're saying because it's like the minute you start talking, things cut off. It's it's like no, no one it's wants you to thing. speak nowadays. It's, it's a brown thing. It's the symbioids. They're coming after you. Oh, I pronounced it right. You're right. <laughs> yeah. One of the one thing uh, I wanted Jensen Ackles to play uh, Cap before Chris Evans got it. Oh, okay, yeah, I can see that. He's from uh, Supernatural. Yeah, I can see that, yeah. Well, I wanted him to do Red Hood after he did The Voice. Yeah. I was like, yeah. 
the guy we were talking about, he did um <clears throat> shit. He was uh, he did the player. He was the prosecutor for Law and Yeah, Order. yeah. yeah. He, was, he, was in a, he was in a show that I love called Strike Back. Yes, yes. Yeah, that dude. I, yeah, I love the dude. That dude as Richard Ryder Nova. Yes, absolutely. That would be yeah. perfect casting. Yeah. The funny he, part is he's still in great shape. I follow him on, on Instagram. Still looks the same. Even with his nose? do he got a weird nose? Dude, he's wearing a mask, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah, so, you never see Nova. You're so not going to see Wolverine. You're going to see like this. So was Wolverine. Only Judge Dredd wore the fucking mask. Yeah, yeah. No, the second Judge Dredd. This Stallone had, was not fucking around. You had to see his face. Yeah. Carl Orban was like, yeah, doesn't matter. Just put it on. I'm good. Yo, hey, I don't care what anybody says. That first Judge Dredd movie is still pretty good. It's absolutely ridiculous. And I, I once again, it's Street Fighter. Yeah. It's so bad it's good. <laughs> so bad it's good. It's yours. Also, we're not going to like, oh, so take the series. Good. You want war? I'm your war. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was one of the greatest parts of the movie. That one in uh, Section 4-5, uh, Illegal Use of City Ordinance, How Do You Please? <laughs> I knew you'd say that. When he, sh- when he shocks the fucking... What, is uh, he a yeah. cyborg? The dude? Yeah. yeah, he's like a cyborg, yeah. Remember, they were, they were, they were cannibals. Yo, my... We still to this day quote anytime we're like, oh, you can have this if you can ever get it to work. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. You killed Billy. Oh, you killed Dunger and you killed my pa. And you know what? That's a Kill comic too? book too. Yeah. <laughs> Kill you too, son. Don't worry about that. You know, I like to fuck with people when they when they do shit and they're wrong. Like, oh, Mr. I am the law. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> That was my shit. All right, so yo, which character? Going off of Jason's question, which character are you excited to see introduced into the MCU, or or would you want to see introduced? Whether you know whether they said it or not. Uh, so are we are we talking about uh, like Disney Plus shows or just movies? If the if the Disney Plus shows are part of the MCU, then we're gonna add them also. All fair right. game. Yeah, I want so bad. For Squirrel Girl to be introduced, <laughs> they already have. You know the you know the girl who does the AT and T commercial. Yeah, yeah, yes. They already have her to play Squirrel Girl in a show that they they started producing it and then it fell apart. The New Warriors, it. right? Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. They already tapped her. Just like put her in something else, man. I need. Yeah. It, I it's need funny. She could she could show up in the Young Avengers or Ms. Marvel or like the the Kamala Khan one. Well, the rumor that I'm hearing is that she might actually show up in Deadpool 3. That would make sense. In the most batshit way. With Deadpool and her? Yeah. Sign me up. What? Shit. And Deadpool 3 is a part of the MCU, right? Yes. yes. Deadpool 3 is officially MCU. Well, what about you, the other two? You guys ever, you guys, did you guys peep Free Guy? No, I've, I didn't see it, but apparently... He has, like, he has Cap Shield, and he has a bunch of references, like Marvel references. Because, you know, Ryan Reynolds, like... He started talking shit about Ryan Reynolds and they cut him off. <laughs> we all love Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Have you seen Blade Trinity? Oh, yeah. that was a bad example. No, dude, Blade, yo, Blade Trinity, that's one of those movies that's like, you know it's bad, but there's, 
it's not it's not one of those that it's so bad it's good. It's just one of those that it, it's bad, but there's like one or two things where you're like, that shit was funny. Yeah, and it's funny because Ryan Reynolds is one of them. Yeah. He's a saving grace for that movie. And no matter what, what's his side want to give him shit? You know, he, he made that movie pretty much watchable. You're like, well, anytime he's talking, I'm like, he's funny. He's like, go fuck your sister. I'm like, oh. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, I would love to see that. It would be, it would be fun to see Squirrel Girl. I, I'm going to cheat. I'm going to, I have two. Clearly the Punisher. I'm not even going to lie. This is, this is not me playing games. Uh, make a Marvel Nice Division. Make the movies and TV shows of the darker rated there on that side. Kevin Feige, come on, bro. Put him on Hulu. Kevin Feige, bro. Come on, bro. Think about it. Marvel Knights, all the violent characters on there. We got enough. Yeah. Say. Um, and then <laughs> it's funny for this is for no reason other than it'd be fucking hilarious. I'm sorry, excuse me. <laughs> Uh, damn, I forgot the cat's name. But then I, I, I was thinking about it. I was like, oh, Modoc. Want to see a live version of Modoc? Yeah. So that actually leads into one of the questions yeah. that I had. Yeah. Where it was, which obscure character do you think wouldn't work live action? And Modoc was my pick. I, I, I understand because it's the most ridiculous concept ever. But I would love to see Modoc introduce. I wanted. I just want to. You know what? Give me concept art. And I don't care if it happens or not. I just want to see them try. And who they cast to voice him and like his image after. You know how they did the Mark Ruffalo? Yeah. Because he leads aim. You know, I would love to see that. It would be, I think it would be entertaining. Dude. But Punisher first. <laughs> Punisher first. For anybody who doesn't know, Modoc is literally a giant head with like baby arms and legs that sits in a fucking chair and he can control any and all uh technology. So yeah, is, was, he, what, is he like Ultron, just uh, the head version? No, he's what up, champion? he's more like like Artem Zoloff. Yeah. But just okay. instead of him being in a in a computer, he's just a physical head. Uh, give me a second. I think I'm. Do I, I keep freezing, right? Yeah. Yes. So I'm gonna restart my thing. Just give me a second, okay? All right. I think it, it might be just my fucking my laptop telling me to go fuck myself. But let me restart okay. it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah, while he's working on his thing, I don't know if you guys can see this. Move. There you go. That's him. Like I don't see how that would work live action. I don't either. Unless we go into like a fantasy world and all that, but but the the thing is, he's the leader of AIM. He's the head. He's the head supreme at AIM. He's unless the, the Killian, unless they model him after Killian from Iron Man three, and then fucking I don't know CGI. Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure they would have done him the same way they did the the guy from the Incredible Hulk movie. Was it the um... But the leader? The leader, yeah, because they put some shit in his head and his head was morphing into another shape. Yeah, but I mean, that's just a dude with an elongated head. We're not talking about a floating head. Thursday, champion. No, yeah, I mean, they could have... They probably would have made, like, a machine for him to float and then project, like, his face. 
All right, ladies, yeah. back. Let me just put this link up. That didn't work. All right, there you go. Wait, wait. All right, I had you muted for a second. Right. I don't know why I stopped moving. I made no sense. <laughs> I was like, wait, that doesn't affect anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, the signal. If you stop moving and you get stuck on the signal, you're good. But when you stop no, moving cause around, it's because I got the vaccination. The five G is not is not working real good. Ah, yeah. yeah. I got the five G's here. It's in yeah. here. Ah, that's what it is. That's By the way, is. here's a fun fact. I literally went through a whole day of work messing with somebody that just got it. He's got the shot. I'm like, yo, I think your the five G is messing with your service. <laughs> Hook, line, and sinker, son. It was awful. <laughs> He freaked out the whole day. I was like, yo, no, no. <laughs> the service just sucks in here, bro. Hilarious, brothers. The shit people believe nowadays, like, oh, they're putting trackers in us. Yeah. They've been putting trackers in us for like 15 years. You know what's funny? I, for one thing, if the government is tracking me, they go, yo, fuck, this guy's boring. Two. <laughs> What the fuck are you tracking me for? What do you the shit I look up? You're gonna be like, yo, there's two things. This guy is really perverted and completely <laughs> boring. Like, pretty much. Like you're yeah. gonna see my ass. Like, oh, I gotta get new boots. Big deal. Look, look, who look who you're tracking. I'm not using none of the the, the key words as you say. You know oh, what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. You know, I literally watched yesterday on YouTube somebody change a fucking horseshoe on a horse. And clip the nails and put a new one on. Like, <laughs> like it got to. I remember one. It, you know, for a minute, I was just watching just Forged in Fire. Yo, that show's oh, awesome. Yeah. yeah. No, it's awesome, but it's like, this is who you're tracking. Yo, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you would be into this thing. It, it's kind of hard to track down for some reason. But History Channel had a TV show called Top Shot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to love Yo, Top Shot. That show. Oh my god, that show was awesome. Huge fan of it, man. You know, they would like do the simulations of the warriors fighting each other. It was awesome. Oh, deadliest warrior, yeah. Yeah, I used to love it, man. Dope. Until they got that one dude from Future Weapons to come in. He made it boring, but before him, it was dope. It was so dope. Like Apache versus a gladiator. Some of them, some of them, I was like, I don't know how you think they're gonna fucking win. Like, there's bullshit how you come up with them winning, but I. Right. The one that I did like was a uh, Capone versus Jesse James gang. Yeah. Yeah, that was dope. And then the, the Yakuza versus like, was it the Mafia? Was it? Yeah, I think it was the Mafia. Yeah. It was like, yo, really? I like the. I think it was the Pirate versus the Knight. I like. Yeah. And you know, you know, the Pirate was gonna win because he has a gat. Yeah. There's a gun. You know what I'm saying? With the one that I really like was it? It was a the samurai versus um, what's the samurai face? Was it the Spartan? Yeah, the, yeah, samurai yeah, Spartan. Spartan. Yeah, it's funny because I was like, it's I was like, all right, I know the shield is a thing, but he barely has any gear on. The samurai is like geared up, but the shield was a big thing. I was like, really. I mean, look at Cap. You ain't kicking his ass for the shield. That's true. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah but that that samurai sword has is was it is like a three body sword cut through fucking yeah, three people at once. Like, if and, you if you get enough of it, it's going right through. You know yeah. what I mean? And, no, at least the good ones were. Yeah. 
a good ones were. The one that the one was fun was the the Green Berets versus the Spetsnaz. No, the Green Berets versus the Spetsnaz. That was cool. And then the Seals versus the uh, the Israeli force. Yeah. The guys who do the Krav Maga, but I was like, I Yo, saw. But the Seals are gonna win because they go everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Yo, my part of that I remember it, it, it vividly where they had the seal with that little knife stabbing the, the, the dummy oh, yeah, and he chopped his fucking head off with it. And yeah, they were like, yo, his, his hand speed was the, was the speed of a fucking Olympic gold medalist. It's like, not every seal has that speed, but I get you. Like it's a, it's, you can buy the, you can buy that knife. It's a recon knife. It's like, it's done by cold steel. But my man was on some, I was like, yo, you would fuck up Turkey, son, the way he was just. <laughs> Hell yeah. Shit. But yeah, that was the, the reason I like that show because it kind of reminded me, kind of gave me like a Captain America Winter Soldier kind of vibe, you know, like seeing history and all that. And then you think about like Vandal Savage because it did Genghis Khan. You're like, I see this. Yeah. Good, good correlation. Yeah. Sorry, this is not comic books. I apologize, but it was a dope show. You get a chance, we'll look it up online. Yeah, for You'll real. All right, hold on real quick before we get back into this. I want to, uh, Kenny said that he was watching NXT. He was watching uh, Braun Breaker with two Ks. The third one is silent. But, yo, Kenny, I know this is the comic book podcast. Stop looking at my girl, bro. <laughs> By the way, that's, that's, that's going to run, and so is Battle Cat. Oh, yeah. The Battle Cat. <laughs> the Battle Cat. He called he called Keith Bearcat Lee the Battle Cat, which you know to be honest with you kind of makes more sense. But you know what? To each its own. Yo, champion, we're gonna cover that on Thursday, bro. We're gonna definitely cover that shit on Thursday. All right, um, yo, you have another question, Cap? Or can I? I, I got a question. I actually right. got a question for you. So let me bring this back. So I've always wanted to know what aspects right, of comic books in general either confuse you or turn you off to the notion of getting into the comics themselves. All right. Um, this might sound weird, but the way that they're supposed to be read, like, cause you see the pictures and then you see the bubbles and it's like, all right, do I read the top bubble first? And then like, there's like bubble after bubble after bubble. And then you read it and it's a whole, you know, it's a whole thing. It's like, what the fuck is he talking about? And then you read the other bubbles like, Oh, he's, this is a conversation. And then it's like, all right, I'm trying to go into it. And then it goes into the depiction. There's a fight. And most of the time, the fight's like two or three punches. And then according to the rest of the world, that was like the mega fight of all fights. And I'm like, I cannot visualize this the way that you guys can. Because I'm not, you know, like for some reason, I interpret pen to paper a lot different than other people. Like Wait, I, I, I interpret, you know, the way shit's. Me reading, I get different things from other than other people. You mean, you mean interpret? That's what I said. Okay, I, I guess you're playing show's part as well today. Yeah, because the, the, the cocksucker don't want to be here, so I gotta be both. I'm the toe in the show, baby. <laughs> no, but in all honesty, it's it's one of those things. It's like the drawing is cool, but it doesn't give me enough information for what's happening. And then like there's a lot of there's a lot of imagination you have to put into it that my imagination runs wild and it like I had I got into a yeah I got into a a conflict in college because of that we had to read 
the postman and the, what I read from it, other people didn't get from it. And we got into a huge argument. Like, cause all right. So there's one part in there. He's, he's a postman and there's this like flood and he's like knee deep in water and he's delivering a package. Only thing going through his mind is going home and fucking his lady. And the girls thought that was like fucking disgusting above all disgusting. In my head, I was like, he really cares about this woman because all he's thinking about knee deep in water, delivering your piece of shit package is going home to this woman and fucking her. I tell you what, I would not be thinking about that shit. The last thing I'm thinking about is, is me doing this and going home to you. No, no, it's me getting the fuck out of this water. And we had a whole argument about that. And the teacher thought I was wrong. I was like, I don't understand. I'm a man. I know, I know men's nature. If I'm thinking about fucking you, you're important. Especially if I'm knee deep in, if I'm in a middle of a flood and I still have to do my job. So, you know. <laughs> okay. You want to take this one, Kev? Say again? <laughs> yeah, you want to take this one, bro? I don't know how to yeah. answer that. I don't know how to answer that. I'm not a reader. Just, I think you just mis- misread the intent <laughs> of the fucking thing, but all right. No, you know, like I'm I'm not I'm not much of a reader. You know what I'm saying? So like I try to, you know, get things going and it's like, all right, whatever. And it doesn't like I like I'm a visual guy. I like to see shit. More than static images, apparently. Yeah. I like mo- I like movement. So, all right, so I'm going to flip the question back to you. What part of reading the comics do you, does, do, captures you guys? What, what's... What captures... So oh, Go ahead, yeah. It is the basic, the basic ability of telling a story. Uh, with, so, like you were saying, it, the fights are only, you know, it's one or two parts of the panel. Yeah. One punch here, one punch there. But if told effectively, that's all you need. You can put in the rest of it. And with comics and books in general, you can go so far down into the story you want to tell that you can bring out different emotions and different things. And the overarching nature of if you read Civil War, if you read just a graphic novel, just knowing that the character in the background that's having that conversation you don't know about, well, just go pick up his comic and you can read what that is. And then you can get a whole sense of everything around. I hear you. That, that, that concept is cool. You know, that, that, that the concept yeah. of cool and the concept of the stories are dope. And I, and that's what I appreciate about them. It's just, you know, like if they were in like a TV shows, like, like the, like the flash and green arrow and, um, those ones where they in a in a lace with each other that to me is is dope you know well, the thing, so the thing is you know me i have a massive fucking imagination yeah so it's easy for me to put myself in there to and visualize what they want to you know what they're trying to get us to say or to read and view and feel and all that shit mm-hmm. but all that comes with the more you read them the more you understand the language of it, and mm-hmm. then the more you you'll get into it. There's only yeah. there's only before Legos. There's only one comic strip that I read 
that I really enjoyed and, and got uh, captured in. And that was when the Kingpin was sitting in this dude's home and he he had literally just killed his wife and had thugs rape his wife and all that other shit. And they were like, you do know that he's going to kill everybody to come out of jail. And he does that. The guy kills everyone, you know, the guards and everybody gets out of jail, goes home and sees the Kingpin just sitting there. And then the next thing you know, the Kingpin killed him. And it was like, the story was, I did this so you can come to me so I can kill you. And to me, I was like, that's some badass shit. But every word that I, that I said was written on that page. It was literally the story of you hired thugs to rape and kill his wife. You do know that he's going to kill everybody in the jail to come and get you. That's the plan. Then the guy gets there and Kingpin kills him and he leaves. Like if that was nothing. Yeah. Now, now see if you knew, if you knew the character and you had your imagination, the it's the best part of a good horror movie. Instead of telling you what's happening, it lets you put what happens. Because sometimes what you put, like in a horror movie, what you put is worse than what they're gonna show you. Or some, you the prison break, you put in your head how the fuck did he do it? They give you little snippets to go off of, to. To start with, Kingpin. How do you kill that dude? They give you a little snippet, and then you imagine how it's. I'll tell you right now. You remember the game Left for Dead? Yeah. There's no story in it except for the story we tell as we were playing it. That's what it is. That was a dope story, though. All right, ladies. So uh, <laughs> for you now. Yeah. Uh, I. It's always been a. Um, uh... Sitting on this side of it and seeing how someone reacts to something. And like in the way, like the consistency, if the character is written consistently, especially by one writer or another writer picks up like, oh, you know, not like the character today is saving lives. Next day, he's mowing down 80 people. Not like that. You know what I mean? It's seeing that reaction and can I relate to that reaction? You know what I mean? Can I see myself doing that? Possibly doing that. That's why I read a lot, a lot of comic books and it took me forever. And when I was given that Punisher comic book, I was like, this I understand because of where I grew up. Yeah. And I was what I was around the whole time. You know, the the dealers, the the, the thieves, the crackheads, you know, it's like this reality I know. I don't know. This amazing Baxter building or Avengers. I don't know any of that shit. I, I didn't grow up there. This I grew up in. The shit show that I see in Punisher, I grew up with completely. I understand it. You know? And to see a character do what he does for the re to me makes perfect sense. To the next person that's sane and probably a little more sane than I am, that's too much. But to me, it makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. And, I, and then when I, I turn around, I flip that coin, I can read about Cap. That Cap is not about the American dream. Cap is about the dream itself. It's not about the USA all day. It's like, yo, I just want people to be happy and to, be, to live a fruitful life as long as they're doing it right. It's so that's my thing is like the like Batman. Batch Batman is not with us mentally. 
but he does what's right and push himself to a limit that you can't imagine because he's just human. You know what I mean? Yeah. And same thing with Nightwing uh, and all the other characters I was going to relate to. You know, uh, Jason Todd, I relate to the most because he is not the son. He is one of the sons. He's more aggressive. He's more brutal. But he still does things right just in his own way. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like he he has his own way of doing shit. You know what I mean? Does he have good moments? Yes. Does he have horrible moments? Absolutely. But you know what I mean? Like, I can relate to Gotham more than I can relate to Metropolis. And I live in Metropolis, by the way. I, I, I legitimately do. I can relate to Walker Back Frank more than I can relate to any Avengers comics I've ever read. Do I love all of them? Yes. But do I prefer the more grounded, gritty reality ones? Absolutely. 100%. You know what I mean? And when it's a graphic novel, it gets even better. Like when I first read The Boys, I thought it was an awesome concept. And then I saw the show, I was like, somebody got it. They got it right. Think about it, a bunch of regular humans policing superheroes. It's fucking genius and dope. Yeah. We got any questions from the chat? Uh this uh, fantasy match between Wonder Woman and Nikki Ash as of right that's now. Not, that's, not, that's not a match. That's yeah, death for yeah. Nikki Ash. She's going to get impaled by a blade. Even if Wonder she Wonder had Woman powers. Play, yo, you gotta, yo, people, all right, listen, I want you to do me a favor. Forget this Wonder Woman you see in the movies, all right? Wonder Woman is a warrior. She murders. Johnny Five. Who killed anybody? Because she was raised that way. So get this pretty, you know, she, you know what I'm saying? Get this whole, oh, I'm real peaceful shit out of your mind. She kills first. Then she'll figure out later. Okay? Just yeah. remember that, fellas and ladies. Wonder Woman is a warrior first, then a diplomat. <laughs> That's how it goes. <laughs> Yo, look up the the DC animated movie, uh, the Battle for Atlantis or Battle with Atlantis. Yes. And watch her and Aquaman just fucking go at it. Yeah. Well, or the one you know, the one that was good, uh, the New Frontier. Yeah. Where she like she's telling Superman. By the way, when you see that she's bigger than Superman in reality, because you guys don't know this, Wonder Woman is like a solid foot taller than Superman. They just play her down. She's an Amazon. You know what I'm saying? And she's telling him. Because she had just murdered this whole village of men that were, like, raping women and using them in Vietcon. And he was like, oh, you're not supposed to do that. He goes, I did what I know to do, what I was raised to do. Don't tell me not to do that. I'm helping my fellow woman. So, in terms, she murders. <laughs> would, she, would she beat the shit out of Superman? Has she beat the shit out of Superman? I mean, she's 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 putting work on him. Like, remember, you got to remember this. Once you tell Wonder Woman that the gloves are off and she takes off those bracelets, it's on. It's like God mode. She can she can go toe to toe and possibly kill him because she does have that sword that's essentially a God killing sword. And Superman is the God. A God. To, yeah, he's a God to us. Yeah. yeah. See, the 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 whole problem is this. This is the reason why I don't like Superman is. 
everybody who should be able to beat the shit out of him does for a little bit, but he's Superman. So they got to write him all of a sudden stronger, all of a sudden faster, all of a sudden out of nowhere, he has more shit that he didn't have before. Think about it. He went from leaping tall buildings in a single bound to flying. Then he went from flying to he can reverse the fucking thing of the earth and turn back time. Now he's now he has to keep up with the flash so he can run he can fly faster than the flash. Like every time some he's Scott Hall and Kevin Nash in WCW. Every time somebody came in and had a better deal, they fucking made his deal better. Yo, that's perfect. That's I've, I've never heard a more yo, I've never heard a more that is that is absolutely perfect. That is that's perfect, yeah. Yeah, that's that's the thing. It's just like all right. Like let's in realistically, Wonder Woman is essentially the female Superman. I can definitely say that. You know what I mean? Now you have another like Martian Manhunter should whoop that ass just mentally. You should be able to break Superman mentally. I don't know at what point Superman, like he's he has he's smart, but I don't know about kinetic powers or, or I don't know any about that shit. The point is, Martian Manhunter, it's that strong. He's like kind of a Professor Xavier of, of DC, you know, in a sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he can fuck you up mentally. And then his niece, uh, Miss Miss Martian, apparently, because white Martians are more powerful there. They're like, they're like, a, uh, they're like the minority there. Because you have green Martians and you have white Martians. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So he essentially should break Superman in a way nobody else can. Here, remember he still has all the trauma from his planet blowing up his shit. Break that down. But no, no, not Superman. For some reason, Martian Manhunter pulls a Rocky, and he he unlearns all his skills when he fights Superman. They just go punch for punch, which is the dumbest shit ever. Yeah, think of it this way: Martian Manhunter can take his hand. And make it intangible, put it through Soup's chest, grab his heart, pull that shit out. Done. Same shit with like with, with Shazam. Yep. Superman is weak and vulnerable against magic. Shazam is magic. And yet they keep saying that Superman is just gonna whoop this dude like it's nothing. And it's like, no, 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 sir. You're weak <laughs> against magic. How the fuck are you beating his ass ten times out of ten? Yeah, like in that, like when they do that All Star one where Superman and, and him got together to fight Black Adam. Yeah. Black Adam was whooping that ass, son. Black Adam was getting all up in Superman. He was awesome. Like, oh, he looked at him. He goes, oh, oh, you a bitch ass to magic. All of a sudden, Shazam came in, and you're like, Superman was gonna die, bro. <laughs> Guess what it is? The moment. To all these Superman fanatics, the moment he gets he shows a little vulnerability, and the writer goes, I can't do that. Why not? Why can't Superman lose? Look how long it took Superman to die. And yeah. then again, he didn't die. He just his heart rate stopped, and it was like what yeah. one heartbeat uh, a week or something. I'm not gonna get into that. Cause first of all, just yo. Let him die for a year, bro, and then bring him back. DC got so nervous that they're like, no, we can't have him dead. Yeah, you can. 
Bring up your other characters. Yo, it's just like wrestling, bro. Yo. Yo, we don't we don't need Cena right now. Let him die. <laughs> yeah. Essentially, it's the same character. Yeah. Pretty much. Let him die and bring up elevate everybody else. Why do you have these other characters? You have a Justice League. Yeah. And this is the guy. Of, this is the only guy that's cool. That's kind of why, like, that's kind of why I've always been more Marvel than DC. Because yep. to bring in wrestling terms, Marvel is like AEW, where mm. You have your top guys. The top guys are not, they're, they're not infallible. They can lose. They can fuck up. But you also have a, a plethora of other guys that you can read, that you can interchange out. Yeah, they do the whole death, you know, he dies for a week and then comes back. But in that time period, they elevate other fucking people. Right now, I mean, there's, a, there's a Cap comic book. There's like 15 fucking people that Captain America has handpicked to be like, all right, you're on my brigade. America Chavez, Sam Wilson, some dude in a fucking, he literally just wears overalls, like the fucking denim overalls and a cap mask. There's one that's Native American. There's another, like another fucking Spanish chick. He went through and was like, yo, I'm going to find people who I believe can hold this mantle and I'm going to bring them all together. I'm going to let them do some shit while I'm working on something else. So, all right. Let's go back to Superman real quick. Yeah. Has he ever died besides with Doomsday? And who can kill him? Theoretically. So, I think Doomsday is the only time, like, he officially, like, everybody know he died. You know, like for reader purposes, mm-hmm. the only official death he has. Mm-hmm. Theoretically, like, anybody with a sliver of a fucking green rock can kill this man. Um, you know what's funny? <laughs> you, you could you could put Dark Side up there. You know, if it was written away, you could put Dark Side up there. Um, clearly, apparently, Batman is his Achilles heel. I don't. All right, that works. Apparently, I don't. Compliance perfectly. Honestly, Wonder Woman or Martian Manhunter. Make sure and Brainiac, by the way, because Brainiac, he's literally knowledge. How the fuck did he figure out a way to kill Superman? I have no idea. He goes around the universe craving knowledge. You tell me there's no way he can find a way to kill a Kryptonian that's around Yellow Sun? Are you fucking shitting me? That's always been weird to me how these super fucking smart people always get beat. But I mean, it's the it's the the hero always has to win at the end. You can't leave. That's the only that's the only real problem with storytelling as a whole. Is that you have to put a happy ending. Otherwise, people are not going to like it. Because think about this. The, to put it in like movie terms, the original Rambo, First Blood, in the book, he dies. Rambo died. There is no more Rambo after that. Stallone wrote it originally that that's exactly what happens. He, as he's talking to the colonel, the colonel hands him a gun, walks out the fucking room, and you hear, bang. And that's it. But when they did the test screening, everybody fucking hated it. So they had to rewrite it and put a happy ending, and he got out, and he lived. 
just so people can be appeased. Because Lord forbid you have people fucking deal with adversity. Because everybody's, I just want to be entertained. I don't want to fucking think or fucking feel or like Jesus Christ. It's art imitates life for a reason. Yeah. Not everything. Not everything is all uh, sunshines and rainbows, man. It don't yes, end that real. way. Especially with a guy that had legit PTSD. Then you put him through the ring and yo, yo, just buy that guy breakfast and let him go. That's the great thing about that movie. That movie would have never happened. He'd be like, yo, I got you. Breakfast, you're hungry? Come on, I got you. You're a veteran. You're clearly starving. I got you. No. Brian Denny he decided, with all, rest in peace, an amazing actor. Uh, that character decided to be a dick. So he go, Rambo goes, hey, all right, you want to be a dick? I'll show you a fucking asshole. And the, the crazy shit is when he started screaming at them, I didn't draw first blood, they did. Yeah, it was just... it was like you could feel it. You could yeah. feel it. Like you know, it's like, nah, they fucked with homeboy. They fucked with him. And, and it, the, that's the the funny thing about that movie is there's no way you feel bad for any precisely. You could have said, No, I'm not coming in today. You choose to be part of that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And Rambo told him, right? You'll give my man, don't push it. I'm going to give you war like you won't believe, son. And that's exactly what he did. Yo, when a guy has a blade to your neck and you, you didn't hear him come by you, my man, walk away. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then the guy that trained him tells you, let it go. <laughs> You're not listening, bro. This dude is, he is made for this life. The, the definition of you're not built for this is the Rambo movie. You guys are not built for this. Not for that guy. Just let it go. Seriously. Nope. Everybody, pride. That's all pride. And you want to bring it, to circle it back around to our discussion where Lay was saying if you write a character consistently, in that first movie, I think he only kills like one guy. And yeah. it's accidental. Like, he didn't even try to kill him. You threw a rock. Yeah. And then, what happens? The next subsequent movie? This motherfucker's murdering everybody. Yeah. Put me back in the shit, and I'll go fucking mow him down. <laughs> that last that last Rambo. It was a horror it, movie. Yeah, that, that was literally, if, take, if you took Michael Myers' fucking kid. You know, which was, I don't know. Yeah, it's been a week, right? Since it's been out? What? The last Rambo movie has been more than a week, like a couple years actually. Yeah. Sorry, no spoilers. You should have watched it. Did you watch it late? Oh, the last Ram, the last Rambo. Yo, that shit came out deep. I know. I just want to make sure that we, we're within no, the no, rules. No, don't even no spoiler alerts. <laughs> yeah. Russo Brothers effect, bro. Yeah, yeah. Could have been watched it if yeah. you didn't go fuck yourself. Come on. So his 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 niece goes to Mexico to to find her father, finds her father. The father says, get the fuck out of here. I don't want nothing to do with you. So the girl that helps her find the father sets her up for some drug traffickers. He goes to get her back. And they go, oh, now we know who she is. They drug her. They rape her. They fucking maim her face. They maim his face. And they literally rape her until she's dead. They rape her and drug her until she dies. And then he gets her and she dies in the car ride home. And then sets up his house for when they come after him because he cuts off the brother's head. Like he cuts off one of the dude's heads. And I'm like, you're kind of a little bit too late for that. 
That yo. should have been step one. You got yeah. my family. I'm going there to kill everyone. I'm Rambo. Not I've done it before. I'm going over there to ask you where she's at and then get fucked up. And then when you kill her, I get my revenge. Dude, but here's here's how fucked up they made that movie. Like like Toe said, the drug dealers did fucked up shit. And when they show up to the compound, at as soon as shit pops off, you're like, oh, yo, woo, relax, John. Holy shit. The fuck are we doing? <laughs> The first, the first dude he interrogate, yo, you can ask Toe. I'm like, I don't see why people were mad about what John does in this movie, because I mean, if if we're going off of this, I would be just as big as I would do just as much as he did. And then the first guy he interrogates, I immediately was like, what the fuck are you doing? Relax. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not gonna lie though, that dude that killed my niece or did all, I would have really took that 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 knife and chopped him in half. I'd have. Ran, I would have made him slice right in half like Thanos. With that knife. Oh, uh, 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 uh. Hasn't been a week. Yeah, true. you gotta wait until tomorrow. Yeah, true, true, true. All right, but yo. No, but no, no. no the, the funny part is that movie, which yeah. is absolutely true, it's Home Alone on steroids. Awesome, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's like Kevin McAllister met the Predator and he got to... The Dutch from Predator, and they got yeah. together and like they fuse into one man. <laughs> Yo, Yo I got the movie. I'm like, what the uh, fuck? A good one is the is the, I think it's the fourth one. It's just called Rambo, and he they he's in Burma. Oh, and yeah. these, these freedom fighters hire him to to like be a chaperone. That one is is still bloody and violent, but that one makes the most sense because he was that like, was Yo, very- I'm out. It's very justified. Yeah. He's like, I'm out. And then they, they forced him back in. And he had no choice but to go back and help those people. Yo, by the way, his his arrow, his bow and arrow skills are fucking amazing, yeah. son. Oh yeah. It's funny. In this one, he doesn't have in that one, he doesn't have trick arrows. It's just straight through head and throat arrows. And then when he gets on, then he gets that when he gets that 50 cal gun. God. The dude that's in the driver's seat. I don't care about anybody else. My man, he turns, he goes, I go, well, he looked at the gun and I was like, yeah. See ya. <laughs> it's about to happen to you, son. He killed and his then soul. He just everybody else. Yeah, I'll tell you right now, I've shot a 50 cal off the side of a ship. Yes, sir. That thing, even mounted. Kicks back like a sun. Uh, and it's mm. fucking mounted to the ship. Is, hey, is, there, is there a character that's like Rambo in the comics? Uh, I would say probably Deathstroke. Yeah, come close. Yeah, most like yeah, Deathstroke. Yeah. Or and uh, to, on the Marvel side, Frank Castle. Yeah. Okay. Like if John Matrix and and Rambo had a baby, it would be Frank Castle. Yeah. <laughs> John Matrix this is from Command. Not a lot, but yeah, then no, on I DC who, side, I know it would be On DC side, it would definitely be Deathstroke. So, all right, what's uh, what's the deal with Deathstroke? Is he an assassin that's just trying to kill Batman, or ah, okay, well, uh, Deathstroke, the whole story, of Deathstroke, right? He joined the army at sixteen. He lied about his uh his age registration, right? But he excelled. You know that old saying, some people are born warriors? Yeah. 
experiments joins up right uh it, he thinks nine times faster than another human being he has kind of a healing factor it's not that great it's not wolverine shit but it works you know what i'm saying faster stronger all the usual bullshit here's the fun part so he falls in love with a with with another um veteran there woman right uh i, I forget what happened to his kid jericho but she shoots him in the eye Hence the eye patch. His wife shoots him in the face. Jesus. Beautiful, by the way. When you when you read that part, you go, yep, that's a happy marriage. You know, and then he first, his first name is the Terminator. That's his first, like, you know, then it develops with the death stroke and he becomes pretty much an assassin for hire. He has his, his good friend of him, uh, Wintergreen. You know what I'm saying? Which in in the Arrow show is just a guy dressed like him, but in reality, he's a black guy. The soldiers are like him, but you know, you gotta remember, Deathstroke ages slower because of the serum. But Wintergreen helps him, you know, Wintergreen is an expert pilot, sniper, you know, he's a soldier too. But at the end of the day, uh, he's pretty much an assassin for hire. So when he goes after Batman, the first time it's not personal, it's business. And then he just realizes like, yo, why can't I kill this motherfucker? He has no powers. It's like what everybody else does. Yeah. I should be able to murder this man. <laughs> Why do I fail? So it's kind of like that. I don't know if Cap has more to it, but uh, that part with his son, I kind of forget a lot of the times. But I know that his wife did shoot him in the eye. Yeah. So the only thing I have to add is the reason she shot him is because the serum he's on makes him crazy. It's, it is essentially steroids. And he, get, he had like a, a roid rage from it. And then... Something else happened that turned his his hair white and his beard gray, so he looks older, but he's actually not. He's not as old as. So. So you, all right? He's like Steve Rogers. Okay. Like yeah. Steve Rogers is technically like ninety something years old, but he still only looks thirty five. That's how Deathstroke should look, but the serum turned his hair white and all that. So he basically had like a, a bad batch, like if he was uh, the Red Skull and um, Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, like it wasn't the the it wasn't finished. Okay. Yeah. Ha- have they ever finished that serum? I don't believe so. I think I they just I, 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 that's abandoned. one of those things where like after him they abandoned it. No, okay. Actually, no correction. I no correction. They 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 did it with a new character called Damage. There's a character called Damage. It's like a Hulk kind of thing where he can rage out, get big and huge, but he can only do it for an hour. Okay. And one day he can only do it for one hour. So it's essentially that serum, but jacked up. Wow. You know what I mean? So he can, like, he goes, you go bad shit, but only for an hour. So if he goes any longer, his heart stops and he dies. Yeah. If he goes four hours or longer, he has to call a doctor. <laughs> so, so all right. Speaking of the the Hulk and the the serum, now uh, allegedly in the MCU, Banner was messing with the Secret Soldier serum, and he put gamma radiation in it, and then that's what fucked up, and that's how he became the Hulk. 
Now it, I it, I know in the comics it was just pure gamma, gamma radiation. It was yeah. It was a he was making a new like gamma bomb, like a like the H bomb, the uh, nuclear bomb. Yeah. He was fucking around with gamma shit, and then Rick, I, Rick Jones, was out in the fucking shit, and he had to run out there and grab him, and he threw him into the fucking bunker, but he didn't get back in in time. And that's why in the comics he became the Hulk. Because he got hit with the shockwave and the radiation afterwards. Okay. And so, uh, Abomination. He's not anything to do with the Hulk. He's just another creature? No, the Abomination is a Hulk villain who... He's another one. He's a gamma experiment. In the movies, they made it all linked to the Super Soldier Serum. But in the comics, there's a list of people that just... Fucked around with gamma rays somewhere one way or another and just got fucking transformed. So it wasn't a direct link to Banner, it's just the gamma rays, uh, gamma rays. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't have a direct link to Banner, he just they needed yeah. somebody for him to fight and they made a fucking dude. And you know, okay. we already have we already have a method to change people, so they just kept going with it. So Personally, which which story do you like better? The fact that he's been messing, he's just tried to make a new so secret soldier serum, or the the gamma bomb. I I actually love I like the gamma bomb one. Mix like yo, you don't have to overcomplicate everything. That's true. He's a scientist. Yeah, I I like the gamma bomb one too because it's it's still the representation of you tried to make a weapon that is. Potentially unnecessary, and look what happened. Now you turned yourself into the monsters that you said you were going to use this to stop. Yep, that's that. That's that all. A uh, lovely irony right there. Yeah. So, in um, which Hulk is stronger, the one from the MCU or the one from the comics? Or are they the same? They're supposed to be the same, but the one from the comics is stronger because in the movies. So the great thing about comics is you can have each character to their fullest extent because it it doesn't matter. You, true. It's the story you're telling. Very true. Very true. You can have World War Hulk come down and stand toe to toe as Black Bolt is yelling at him, blasting away parts of the moon, and he's like, "I don't give a fuck. I'm just gonna walk up and knock you out." In a movie, you can't do that because at a certain point. It's the same thing with like anime. In a cartoon, you can get away with way more. Because at a certain point, and Vin Diesel should have learned this, but at a certain point, <laughs> when you go too ridiculous in a real world setting, people look at you and go, that's stupid. Oh, kind of was... like when they blew up half the world in Superman. Yeah. Or when this motherfucker flies through the air and catches Letty and lands on a car and nobody's broken, nobody has bones snapped. <laughs> or Letty, who was just a street thug and a fucking chola, all of a sudden now is a winter soldier on a fucking submarine kicking the shit out of everybody with no training because she was dead fucking three movies ago. She went, yo, she went toe to toe with Gina Carano like a trained soldier. And I'm like, when? When did she get this training? She also went toe to toe with um Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey. Not only Ronda Rousey, but like four guards. Yeah. Meanwhile, Tyrese can't fight 
Tyrese and Han can fight one guy. But with all due respect, that guy wound up being Sub Zero. With all due respect, true. Joe Taslam fucked both of them up. <laughs> but he yeah. made them look like bitches. I was like, but yo, um, apparently in in the Fast and Furious, Tyrese is an expert marksman. And you didn't Where? see the last one. You didn't see the last one. The last Since one, he was he was literally stuck in a in a in a little room with a handgun, and the army was coming after him. And he literally turned into pa 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 equilibrium shit. They killed everyone, and it surprised the shit at him. He was like, doing some gun kata shit. He was also- yeah, like he was yeah, so boom, boom, boom. Like he 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 had seven bullets and he killed twelve people. See, I don't know how that works, but it surprised him also. No, that's, makes why, sense. That makes yeah, sense. that's why I was like, yo, in this movie they were making fun of themselves. They were making fun of themselves. Remember, he said. Now, the true thing has been spoken. <laughs> One more time, because like, you got cut off there. there he's, yo, he said in the movie, like, yo, we're superheroes. Yeah. How the fuck are we alive? But you know what it is? Not because superhero. It's because they're family. Ah. With one. That's what it is. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Stupid ass. And for some reason, they're fast, and for some reason, they're furious at something. They're so mad. I don't know why. You know, you know, there's so much family out there that no one knows about. You know what's exactly because they're gonna, they're gonna, don't worry, they're gonna come up with a with a third cousin from a sixth aunt that's gonna come out and be the next villain because the Toretto's don't know how to stop fucking. Apparently. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be Dominic's sister, but not yes. not the one that Paul Walker's married to. It's Do- the... Dominic's sister from another father and mother. Yes, yeah. like a clo- yeah, some crazy. Yeah, yeah. No, I can't wait for I can't wait for the real Brian or whatever his name is to show up, and like Paul Walker. Oh, the real Paul Walker, the fake one the whole time. So now the real Brian shows up in the next two, and you're like. What? But this dude is clearly from the Middle East. I don't know how the fuck he told us the white dude was him. <laughs> yeah, and they're not, they're not going to let him go. Apparently, because it was um, Dominic's brother, his sister came to help, and, and Paul Walker was watching Dominic's kids and his kids. Like, that was that was the excuse why he didn't show up. He's like, no, no, go, go fight your brother. Go ahead, go fight, the, go fight the world's best spy and killer. Go fight him. I watch the kids, honey. That's, a, I that's another kids. thing. How <laughs> did you, how did the transporter lose to them? My man, he is a trained assassin. <laughs> how was Dominic Toretto even go to toe to toe with this man? Yo, my man, all the street thugginess ain't gonna make up for the fact that that man knows how to kill somebody with a thumb. Yeah. Yep. But that goes that goes back to what I was saying. In movies, you there's a, there's a limit. To how you, how far you can go before it just gets fucking ridiculous, and you can't have the Hulk. That you can't have the Hulk at full strength, because then there's literally, dude, to have the Hulk full strength, and Thanos and the uh, the Call Obsidian do anything, you'd have to make them ridiculous, and then at that point, what the fuck's the point of him using the gauntlet to get rid of the Avengers? He's just gonna murk everybody. So then at that point, That's there's true. no point for a movie. That's true. Because I, I could see the Hulk like, being fucking blasted by this guy's voice and the, the moon is being ripped apart and the Hulk's just chilling. It's like, all right, really? The Hulk yeah, would just get annoyed. 
Oh, so but in the comics, it works because in the comics you don't have in the comics you can turn around and have Thanos and Hulk battle it out and an end all knockout drag out fight. And then when Thanos shows up to the other Avengers, they try to just fucking talk him down and they try to reason with them a little bit. In the movie, it's not gonna work because you gotta the audience somehow somehow I'll, I'll tell you right now. I watched The Birds on Sunday while I was at work. The Birds is an Alfred Hitchcock movie in which literally birds just for no reason start attacking people. In 19 whatever the fuck movie that came out, 40-something, people were sitting down watching going, wow, this is an excellent movie. But now, if you put that movie today and just erased it from history but just released it today... People would say that's the dumbest shit we ever seen. <laughs> Agreed. So, I mean, it's, you, it's, a, it's, a, it's considered a masterpiece. Yeah. Let somebody will try to watch Citizen Kane right now. You know what's funny about Citizen Kane? I don't find it that amazing. I want to know. I want to know how the fuck that dude knew it was Rosebud. There was nobody in the room when he died. But. The good, the bad. Yep, I was thinking the same thing. Like, like my friend is a legit film buff, right? And I argue that Fistful of Dollars is better than Citizen Kane. And he went ape shit. <coughs> but here's the fun part. I go, all right, so give me your points for Citizen Kane. He did. And I'm like, yo, those are good points. I did not enjoy the movie. Then I told him a fistful of dollars, and I, I gave it to him. And he goes, I never thought about it that way. I was like, I know. Because you know what it is? You're, you've been pre-programmed to think that movie is the end-all, be-all. And you're not going to give anything else a chance. That's what it is. I came into this game also. I'm like, yo, I've never seen Citizen Kane. I watched it. I'm like, I don't get the big deal, but whatever. Fistful of dollars. I was like, I think that's better. Certainly, Joan has something over your man over here. <laughs> Spaghetti Westerns all day. I don't need to see this shit here. And then he's, he was like, I, I was like, I don't want you to sway towards what I'm telling you. I'm just saying is I'm giving you my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if you guys have ever get a chance to see it. I don't find yeah, it too good. But Fistful of Dollars, very entertaining. I absolutely love it. So, you know. That, that's part of his, uh, his Man With No Name trilogy. Yeah, exactly. That's the funny part about that whole thing. But one of them, they call him Blondie. That's Blondie. So, just so, because I know Vin doesn't know this, and maybe some of the people watching doesn't know this, Sergio Leone made three movies, A Fistful of Dollars, A Dollar More, and then The Good, The Bad, The Ugly. Okay. And they all center around Clint Eastwood's character, who literally has no name. They never once say a name for him throughout all three movies. They, They just refer to him as Blondie. But it, it's not, the thing is, it's not a traditional trilogy. Like, yes. he, this isn't part one, two, and three. He made three movies about the same dude in the same universe. It's funny, you can, like, I remember somebody tried to figure out the order. Yo, they really don't want him speaking on this. Thing. No, for real. It doesn't go from here to there. It just kind of just, it, 
it jumps everywhere. You know what I mean? Like think about think about the MCU if like somebody would do it sporadically, like nothing, like it wasn't it wasn't the first Avenger, Winter Soldier, Civil War. Like they did it Civil War, First Avenger, then Winter Soldier. Kind of like that. That's pretty much what those movies are like. But they're all good, by the way. You know, the thing with Citizen Kane, though, I think people put that put it above everything else. It's not necessarily the story. It's how it was directed, certain camera moves he used. He was the first one to actually put the camera on a dolly and like track a shot. That's and true. Do all, it's all the technical stuff that nowadays is like is of course is what we use. But he was the first to do it. Oh, it's kind of like the Matrix, the whole. The yeah, so, yeah, where yeah. everybody and their mother after that it was over. Yeah, I saw that shit of Charlie's Angels. I was like, I hate this movie. <laughs> I was like, I hate this movie. You know what? You know what? I'm happy that didn't catch wind was the the fucking born identity fight. Shit, the shaky cam. Yeah, the shaky cam. Yeah. yeah. What do you mean? That that shit was in tons of movies before they finally figured out to stop it. Nah, I know, but I didn't watch any of those movies, so I'm happy. <laughs> you know what it is? I was I was um funny because. You guys can you guys brought that up right in and I watch um the uh the the um Scott Atkins art of action, right? And he hates that shit too. Fucking <laughs> it drives him bad shit. And I, I don't like it either. But when you like when you used to watching kung fu movies from the 70s and 80s, and you're used to these like I'm seeing Jackie Chan yeah. doing all this shit and then jumping off a bridge, losing, you know, like when it when I get this, I'm like, I've 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 trained martial arts and I've been in fights. At no point is anything really surveyed in this little area here. Jason Bourne's story. I do like the stories. You know, an amnesia agent, that's cool. But if you could just make the fight scenes a little better. Oh, yeah. Like pull the camera back. I don't care if Matt Damon looks like shit, because he's gonna look like shit. He's the weak, he's a weak dance partner in this, right? Yep. He doesn't fight, so it's the it's a stuntman's job to make him look good. If you back it up, you can do that. No, you gotta. You know what I mean? Like, oh, fuck those movies, bro. That's why John Wick is way better. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The, the James Bond fight scene in Casino Royale, the first one, where he's beating the shit out that dude. You can see the whole fight scene, right? Makes sense. Once you get like, I don't, I don't give a fuck about Matt Damon. Just show me a good fight scene. Yeah, I know Jason Bourne is a badass. I, you don't have to prove it that way. You know, it's, it's fucking weirdest thing ever. Yeah, but yeah. Like, look, like if you, uh, um, the Winter Soldier fight scene in the street with Cap. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yet, yeah. you pan out. Everything in a in a Falcon and Winter Soldier. Everything in Shang Chi. Yeah, Sha- Shang Chi's perfect. Yeah. yeah. You know what? So, the whole shaky cam shit should be like auto tune. Yes. Like, it should be used at certain moments to accentuate or augment a certain section of a fight or a certain hit that you want to to seem you know make it more gritty or real. It shouldn't be the entire thing. Yeah. I feel like that shaky cam should have been all of Iron Fist show. Yeah. <laughs> I would have never got through perfect. it. You want a shaky camera show? That's the one. That's the one you do it. I'm Speak- just saying. 
Speaking of uh, Iron Fist and the those the Netflix movies, did you like that Electra? I you know what's funny? No. I didn't, I didn't like it either. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Maybe it was the actress, but I didn't. Like you know, like I I'm using him, but I could I could have done with another actress. You know what I mean? I don't know about Cat, but I just like. Cap, and you know what sucks about what yeah. sucks about it when she was introduced. She was introduced with the Punisher. And that kind of blew everybody out the water. Even Charlie Cox, which is fucked up, but it's like, yo, John Berthold really took over that whole thing at one point. Oh, yeah. You know, he like he like really came in and said, she's my show right now. But when he had his own show, it was crap. Yeah, but I, I didn't like her. Coming off of Jennifer Gardner's performance. True. I, I kind of like, I, I did like it. <laughs> it was, that it is was so better. unfair. That is so unfair. But here's the thing. This that's is like picking on a kid that has one leg and you kick his leg from under him. That's not right. You don't do that. Well, hey, first off, he shouldn't have been running his mouth. <laughs> this is true. This is true. <laughs> this is this is true. This you is only true. have one leg, You're but you got an ass. Yeah. I respect that, Cap. That's true. <laughs> no, but, uh, <laughs> no, but the thing is, I've seen Jennifer Gardner and Alias and other movies actually be a fucking badass fucking fighter. And then for some reason... They said, hey, you're playing Electra," And she's like, what's what's my motivation? What's the character? And they were like, hey, you see this plank of wood? That's her. You're just a plank of wood. You don't emote. You don't fucking say shit. You don't feel shit. Just go out there, listen to Evanescence, and kick the shit out of some people. Evanescence? Holy shit, that's right. And I, Ed, I'm a, I'm a fan of Evanescence. Me too. Me too. Me it's too, a yeah, shame me too. that they got lumped in with that. But. Yeah, with that shit. Yeah, yeah. It so, was a yo. You know what's funny? Great song, just bad time. Yo. Oh yeah. But what's the what's the irony in that? The song "Wake Me Up Inside" for a character that's fucking dead. That's what we got. Yeah, this is that's so I. I, I I watch I watch Dark Phoenix. Oh, Wasn't good you, second time. Wasn't good the second time. Didn't you pick oh, that as your fucking movie? Or was that uh I did it? That was that was bleak. That was bleak. Oh, yeah, hey, yeah. hey, Cap, we're friends. Let's not do that, right? <laughs> you know, so tags did it the other day and we think, yo, let's not do that. We're friends. Um <laughs> then I watched Green Lantern, right? Oh Jesus, you're I just doing this to yourself. Ah, you're not listening to me, bro. <laughs> and I realized every iterated how great Mark Strong is as an actor. Like I, he was a perfect Sinestro, bro. Yeah. Like I can literally read like the the Darkest Night thing and read anything of Sinestro and go, yo, I get Mark Strong's voice now. You know what I mean? Like when I read anything Batman, I get Kevin Connery's voice. Oh yeah. It's like, yo, anything I read now with Batman, I'm like. You know what I mean? But that, and it just reminded me that that CGI was fucking atrocious. Yeah, it was. Holy fuck. Who thought of that? The thing is, here's the thing, man. The fucking ring gives the wearer the ability to make its costume look like anything. 
So you didn't need CGI shit. Just fucking just explain that he's making it look like it's either leather or cloth or some real fucking thing. It's a you ex, you explain it all. It's a power of will, right? Will and imagination. What the fuck, man? He just wanted to look stupid, I guess. <laughs> Yo, when I saw that, I was like, in the theater, I was like, no. No, I don't want this. And I do not accept this, but I paid for it, so I'm going to watch the rest of it. Yeah, what? All right. Um, yeah. I got two questions on the, the Green Lantern movie. Besides Sinestro, because we know you guys like Sinestro, what parts of it was was good and that you liked from it? And if they were to redo it, which Green Lantern would you do? Who would you get to do it? And what story would you put in? Okay, I'm hard pressed to find. I'm hard pressed to find anything that I like about it. Watching it, I'm, <laughs> I'm serious, dude. I'm pissed. That I believe that that's the first midnight showing that I've ever went to. Was that? And I'm Holy fucking. I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry, man. I know what it's like. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry about that. Cause, dude, I was so hyped. I was reciting the fucking Green Lantern oath as we were walking into the theater. And then I left the theater like wanting to strangle myself. But which, if they had to redo it, either I would say Kyle Reiner as a Green Lantern or John Stewart. Yeah. Kyle, Kyle Reiner. The cool part is Kyle Reiner is an artist, so yeah, artist. Be able to, you know, what did you say? I'm sorry. No. So if you do Kyle Reiner, he's an artist. You can go more into the fantastical realm. And more of the creativity and all that shit. If Absolutely. you do John Stewart, he's more of the soldier route. You can do a little bit paired back. He doesn't have the wild, the biggest imagination, but you can do something fucking cool with it. Mm-hmm. And give us an give us an original story. Just give us a story that makes sense from A to B, from from yeah. A to C, or wherever the fuck we're going. Yeah. Just make it make sense. Yeah. And mm-hmm. actually. Yo, actually give the fucking person something to wear. Because, yo, the scene where he transforms, right? This is where it's stupid. He's standing there, skinny as shit. He goes like this, and the motherfucker's got the wings. Yeah. But the actor doesn't have the wings. So what, the suit added fucking muscle to him? (laughs) Who would you get to play him? Even even his traps. I'm yeah. like, wait, you didn't have those earlier. <laughs> I hey agree with you. I uh saving grace, that's not Sinestro. None. None. I I can't sit there and honestly tell you, like, honestly, that there was anything about that movie that wasn't Mark Strong's performance. Yo, when it went to Oa, it looked like shit. Like Oa was supposed to be advanced civilization, look like hot ass. What the yo? Why does this shit look like it stinks? <laughs> I even looked at a place like yo, it looks like it stinks here. Yeah, um, I would go with John Stewart. I'm a huge fan because of the Justice League Unlimited. Then I read the comics. Um, I feel when you do that story, yo, simplify it. 
Don't overcomplicate your life. That's the problem. You get a director, especially a new director, and they're like, oh, I have all these ideas. Yo, fuck your ideas. This character has mad books. Pick one up, put that shit in front of you, pen to paper, son. Don't be that guy or woman or whatever. Pick up a comic book with John Stewart in it. Get on that. Why do you have to, oh, well, he needs a tragedy. No, he doesn't. He does not. The ring finds the bearer that is most honor that is most honorable. He puts it on, he becomes a Green Lantern. Congratulations. Yeah. This is one of those origin stories that is so easy to do that it pisses off directors. No, you, you know what you do? This is what you do. You pick for the first movie, you pick a fucking storyline that's established. You do it well. And then for the second one, then take put your own spin on it. Yeah. Because yeah. once we once we know the character and once we get through that learning curve and see, oh, this fucking guy is awesome, then you can put your own spin on it. But don't Yo, here's a fun fact, right? We know him. Yo, here's now that you say it, here's a fun fact, right? Mimi shit. Oh, he's gonna have to say this again. Yeah. We we're missing this late. You got you froze after uh, Mimi. Okay, so I said the same thing about the Black Panther thing, right? Like, you know, they took the liberties with Killmonger. Yeah. We want to take liberties, do that shit in part two. Establish it first, then take liberties. Yeah. We know the characters. Now you can have fun in part two. This is what you do. The same thing you do with Green Lantern. Establish the whole thing. John Stewart goes to Aura. Everything happens. Aura doesn't look like it stinks. It's highly civilized. You know, it's kind of like Wakanda in space. Right? Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Put the big battery in the center where it fucking belongs. Right? Not that whatever the fuck that battery was looked like shit. Right? Somebody, like, it looked organic. I was like, I don't understand that. Right? Yeah. It's, it's Simplify the story. Simplify. The origin story, the ring finds him. After that, you can build off that. But let the ring find him first. Why isn't that a thing? Yeah, he uh, found play, the ring, right? In the yeah, movie. To play, to, yeah, to, to play him. Uh, everybody's going to go eat his album. For, no, I'm not seeing him. <laughs> I am not seeing him. I want somebody, no name. I want somebody very fresh. And if possible, some Marine, some military background, like a Marine, because John Stewart is a Marine. I'm saying? If you can, but otherwise than that, sometimes this needs somebody brand new, clean slate that has no acting experience that he can just, because at the end of the day, look what you're getting thrust into. Yeah. You need somebody that has no idea what the fuck is going on. He's like, yo, I am going along for the ride with you guys the same way, because essentially that's what we're doing. We're going along with the ride with this new guy. He's figuring shit out the way we're figuring shit out too. We're looking it through his eyes. So I feel like that's that's what you need. First perspective. Younger, just out the service. And, you know, because somebody that he can do more than two films. You know what I mean? Not that he's 47. There's nothing wrong with that. Somebody in the early 30s. You know? Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. I, I dig that. Yeah. Would you would you guys incorporate the other uh, colors besides the yellow and green? 
Or would you just keep it yellow and green? Now they're first. You, you, remember that part about uh, getting cute? Yeah. You do like three or four. You bring in, you could even do the, the Black Lantern, the, the Death Lantern. You can have that essentially, like it can build up to it. Like in part two, you get like, they kind of hint at it. You know what I mean? And then in part three, you kind of hinted a little bit more. And then four, they're there. They're like, they show up. You know what I mean? And such are the Black Lanterns are death. And DC, they have all, they have the, they have the, the, the flash death. Like they, they have death for everything. DC is a little, is very morbid. Yeah. <laughs> very morbid. Yo, they're very morbid. But if you do it correctly, because that would encompass all the Lanterns and all the Justice League. So you can honestly, with Green Lantern, you can really introduce everything again if you do it right. Remember, he's a he's protecting Earth, but he's an intergalactic hero. So he can he can meet Lobo and all these people on his way. Then comes back to Earth, he's part of the Justice League. You know what I mean? So he can essentially do it all if you do it right, you know? Fun sack, but yeah, the that the other lights you can do that in like three or four when you get cute. One, let's uh let's make sure we get this right first. And that's the DC's problem. They want to jump so far ahead, they forget about he was gonna say the Snyder cut. <laughs> no, 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 none of that. We're done with that. We're done with that. Yeah. Yo, copy Marvel if you have to. Just get it right. Yo, you know what it is? Here's the thing that that for some reason people are they're starting to freak out because they're trying to catch up with Marvel. You have to establish clearly what the rules of your universe are before you start breaking them. But you can't just set up rules to break them. You have to learn what the rules are. So you know which ones you can break and which ones you can bend. So if we take a franchise like Star Wars, Ryan Johnson, regardless of what you think of the movie, whether you like it or not, his whole mission was to break the rules of Star of Star Wars. But here's the thing. He broke all instead of just a select few. And then when you break all, now your movie doesn't make sense because it doesn't fit in to what you told us the rules were. You can't just break all the rules. You have to break certain ones. Because if you look at... um, <clears throat> Look at Endgame. Mm-hmm. We established that Tony Stark the entire time is the most selfish fucking person even above... He loves himself even more than Pepper Potts, even more than anything. And part three, he looked at the kid. You know how I know? Because we're connected. And mocked the fucking child. <laughs> yeah. But in Endgame, they knew that there was there was a time we could break that rule. Now he's the family man. And it makes sense. Because they knew when to break it. They knew how to bring it in. That this is now the established going forward. And we already have a set of rules where, where we can look at it and judge and go, okay, I see why he broke off. And they also... They also broke that uh, the rule with Captain America where he doesn't give up on anybody, but he kind of like, all right, we're going to have to start living in the fact that half the universe is gone. 
Well, I mean, that that's not a giving up on something. That's like a you have no. <laughs> he didn't give up. They they're gone. You can't. He can't do nothing about it. <laughs> it's not like they. It's not like that was a thing about drug rehab and like oh all your relatives are just they're coked out of the head. We got to give up on them. We got to learn to move on. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. 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 So I got a question here for you guys. I uh, I don't know if you're gonna be able to answer this, Vin, but so what is a character that we haven't mentioned yet on any podcast that is a character that you are pretty sure no one has heard of before that you like? So like for me, I have a character called GW Bridge. He's part of the X-Men universe. He's a normal dude, no powers. He's just a badass fucking soldier. So badass that Cable recruits him for his little team of mercenaries. And he teams up with Cable a lot. And then eventually he becomes part of S.H.I.E.L.D. and part of other storylines. But he really gets no play whatsoever outside of comics. And even in the comics, he's you're hard-pressed to see him just free-floating free around. Yeah. Yeah. Um there's a there's a girl and I don't know I don't know what happened here or who was writing it but uh she um started helping out the Punisher. I forget her name she's a redhead. I forget her name. I can talk my head I forget her name. But she was like assisting him like she would dress like him. And it would be absolutely ridiculous cuz Kevlar doesn't ever look like that doesn't shape right. <laughs> whatever. It's comics, you know what I'm saying? Somebody somebody got somebody got I'm looking at like it's no way that's Kevlar. Yeah, worn it. Um, and she started helping him. You know what I mean? But then she broke off doing her own thing. And she went like four issues in. And they finally somebody sniped her. But I just I like the fact That the Punisher was not alone. I'm learning. I'm 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 getting the timing now, getting the rhythm now. Of the the clocks, I'm getting the rhythm. Uh, yeah, but um, yeah, that it's like he's not alone. You know what I mean? Somebody's understanding where he's coming from, and because pretty much the same thing happened to her. You know what I mean? When it fucked over her family, and she was like, "I gotta find the guy that's been doing this for years." And at first, she was like, "Hey, go fuck yourself." After a while, she was like, "Well, you're pretty good." All right, and then after a while, he goes, "Now you can now you can go fuck yourself." That's enough of that shit. I can't care about anybody. And by the way, after he blazed it, blazed her, you gotta go. Yeah, that's that's what it is. Yo, think about how long he hasn't blazed anything. We we have no idea what his blade schedule is. No, I mean, trust me. Was, I, man, he was Frankencastle. He must have gotten. Oh my away. God, no, <laughs> no, not that, not that. I try to forget about all that. And I, that you was, know what I forget about the most? When he was an angel. Oh my God! Remember that shit, show? Yeah. Uh, right. I don't know if you know this, uh, Toe, but at one point, some writer I forgot who he is, and uh, I'm gonna find him one day. We're gonna have words. Um, he decided to make uh, the Punisher. Uh, he would write the wrongs that heaven did. He had like these spiritual guns. So he, hold on, wait, he's uh, the right hand man of 
it he's essentially yeah. just Ghost Rider. Yeah, pretty much. Without it's the like, no, it's but like Ghost Rider, but not Ghost Rider. Who's who's the disciple of the Jesus and the you know the the saint of um Gabriel. Gabriel. So he's basically Gabriel. Yeah. So that happened, right? That embarrassing moment. I I didn't read any of those, but I knew I saw it once, and I was like, no. You met, you lost the essence of the character. Then in my favorite of all time, Welcome Back, Frank. All puns intended, and I'm killing pieces of shit now. Yeah, so if anybody gets a chance, you get get to read it, read it, uh, uh, just for shits and giggles. Give give it a look. But after that, right after that, welcome back, Frank. Please read those. Garth Evans murder. He's like he's the same guy that wrote the boys. So I I, I got two questions. That was yeah. Wolverine's son that killed uh, Frank Castle. Where with the uh, Franken Castle? Oh, Dakin. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, and uh, the the second question is we're, we're gonna transition into Wolverine right now. So, how come Sabretooth wasn't on anybody's list of best fighters if he can just show up whenever he wants and fuck up Wolverine and Boogie? Oh, because I remember we had the thing that they weren't allowed to have like superpowers. Yeah. Sabretooth has super, he's super strong, super fast, super agile. He has a healing factor too. Yeah. Slower, but he has one. And he's got, and he's got the nails of a, of a kitchen lady. <laughs> so if, if we added powers, he would have been on your list. Yeah. But so here's the thing. He could come in and kick the shit out of Wolverine once a year on his birthday and leave, and Wolverine can't do nothing about it. But seemingly everybody else in the Marvel Universe could beat the shit out of Sabretooth. It's like he's only built to fight one man. He's a he's he's a walking handicap. Because of the the rage issue? No, for some reason they write him that way. Oh. Like Deadpool owns him. You know, because they're the same, they're part of the same. Yeah, the X, yeah, yeah. Deadpool owns him. I don't know. I don't know how. Even if he went into uh, was it beast mode? But berserker rage. Yeah, but doesn't he turn into an actual like uh am- animal when no, he gets? Have... No, but yeah. all right. So from what I understand is that when he's calm, you know he's he, he can ward off the the mental telepathy and all that. But then, like, with the Indian tribe that he was, like, the more he gets in touch with his saber-toothed side, his beast side, he becomes, like, a wild animal. Yeah, he it's like a berserker rage. But he, he doesn't physically transform into an animal. He just no, becomes more feral. I'm just saying, so that doesn't affect his fighting skills? or So, picture this Isn't that like the Hulk? So, well, picture it like this. If me and you got into a fight, and I kept poking at you and making you mad and making you mad at a certain point all of what you know to about fighting will go out the window and you're just gonna try to do whatever which is gonna make it very easy for me to now beat you because you're not thinking of anything you're gonna you're gonna put yourself out of position if you think you can get a clean shot 
So it, yeah, it's it more helps if instincts instead of tactical. It's okay. more instincts instead of tactics. You're like, you're going off emotion, which is terrible in the fight. Don't you never want to do that. You're gonna get your ass handed to you. You wanna you wanna be able to think things through. You know, you're blinded by rage. Yeah, so if he lands it, if he if he hits you, he's gonna hurt you. But he's gotta hit you. Okay. So who would have been your uh, your top fighter if we added the uh, powers? Hmm. It's funny. I've never thought of that. It's crazy. I think of that. I don't know. I, I feel like Deathstroke and, and Deadpool would have to be up to no. Or am I bugging? They would. They would. They would. They would. They would have like close to top spots. That's a very good question because a lot of people with power still are not like fighter fighters. They're mostly brutes. Yeah, they just throw. Like, there's no tactics to it. Like yo, with powers, honestly, it's like and Captain Cap's powers aren't crazy, but they're powers. But he's also a skilled fighter, so that's the problem. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like Superman. Fighting sucks. Like he just smashes. If you give Superman's powers to Batman, you have a prop. You know what I mean? Yeah. Should you give it to Jason Todd? It'd be worse. But that's tough. I've never thought of this list because usually the list is the other way. No powers because yeah. the skills are all that matters. Dude, even when you look up top fighters, it's mostly people who have no Where, no yeah. to little powers. Okay, mm-hmm. so here goes here goes a better a better question. If we threw most of these people into a, a a fucking arena, like some Dragon Ball Z shit, you have an hour. Last one standing wins. Who's gonna win this? The Hulk. Even if you throw DC in there. Yeah, even if you throw DC because the Hulk. So, you know you know how uh, Doomsday was relentless, and that's what wound up killing Superman? Yeah. The Hulk is even more so relentless. Yeah, I remember in the comics, Thanos says it. He goes, yo, I would fight anybody but the Hulk, because he does not stop. He just keeps going. So, yeah, I would, I, would, I would go with Martian Manhunter, just because of um, the variety of stuff he can do. You know, like he doesn't have to beat you physically. You know what I mean? It even but but if he needs to scrap, if he needs to throw hands, he's not weak. You know what I mean? But but what if the Red Hulk's in there? Then Martian Manhunter is done for. Well, well the Martian Manhunter can break him down mentally. He doesn't have to touch. Yeah, but wouldn't he be paralyzed with his fire because he's afraid of it? Yeah, yeah, this... yeah. Ross is weak-minded. You know, his hatred for the Hulk would make him susceptible to anything mental. But uh, with fire, that's tough. Yeah, because that's his weakness. But you'll find a way around it. I mean, he's a smart guy. Literally, he's a smart guy. Or a smart alien. And you got to think, in a in a battle royal situation, somebody else is going to do something about the fire. Yes. So all he's got to do is wait around until that... Think about it. The Hulk hates Raw so much that he'll kill him himself. Yeah. <laughs> He hates Ross. 
And it's gonna it's gonna take much for him to kill Ross. Ross is not on the Hulk's level. The red so the Red Hulk is nowhere near as powerful as the as the Hulk. They, or is it just you 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 give him a like run, but it's not gonna be awesome like you'll kill him. Oh okay. You know I, mean? I mean from what I've read and seen. But conversely though, the red she hulk is yes. stronger than regular she hulk. Yes, yes, that's that's true. I didn't know there was a red she hulk. Yeah, Betty Betty Ross. Mm-hmm. Oh shit. And she has the fire thing too, or is that just yeah. So all the Rosses. All right, all right. So the, all the Rosses are fucked up in the game. The yeah. banners and the Rosses are fucked up. Yeah. And, so, oh, Betty hates Bruce now. Like this. Yeah. Is, so uh, Ghost Rider, he would just be like, yo, fuck this. Or he's just killing anybody who, who doesn't so, pass the test. If we're, if we're doing, if we're doing what, you know, what the characters do. Yeah. Ghost Rider is Ghost Rider's gonna lose because there's gonna probably be a lot of heroes that he won't fight. So, like, he'll look at Superman and be like, oh, I don't have to worry about Superman. But then Superman sees a fucking skull on fire, and he's gonna think, oh, shit, that's fucking Atamo, and just fucking hit him. And then, like, he's gonna get blindsided. So can, it's a little of an unfair thing. With can him. he take that punch? Not if he doesn't know it's coming. Okay. Like it's the whole the Ghost Rider has gotten fucked up before. You he's not he's not infallible. You can't fuck him up. And if with the speed of Superman, he's not gonna see it coming. Mm-hmm. And then he's gonna be. Here's the thing: the Ghost Rider is gonna get distracted if there's anybody in there. That he needs to be taken, that he needs to take out. So it's easy to kick the shit out of somebody who is not even trying to fight you, trying to fight somebody else. Yeah. So that's what the superpower thing is kind of tricky. Because you got a lot of some people that are OP, some that are not. But a lot of the people that are OP have absolutely no fighting skills. Because they never yeah. need it. <clears throat> like Ghost mm-hmm. Rider is not a fighter. He, no. he shoots a gun. He has a chain. <laughs> yeah. He has a stare. Yeah. Like, you know, you don't need to fight. You don't need to know how to fight. Would it be helpful? Do you? Okay. So That's who- one of those things where, like, a guy like John Stewart with his ring would have an advantage. He's trained. He knows how to fight. Does he? You know what I'm saying? Does he do more than just the big hand and the baseball glove? Because I feel like that, like in the cartoons, that's all I really see him do. So, so again, he's not so. The willpower is the biggest part of the Green Lantern ring, of the Green Lantern. Imagination helps with building constructs. He has the he has a very strong willpower. Little imagination. So he, his, what he can do, or what he's gonna think of, is gonna be rudimentary, shit. Okay. It's gonna be, it's gonna be something he remembers or something tactical. Yeah. Weapon or something like that. Yeah, you know what I mean. But. Most lanterns, whatever he does. Okay. 
So, Superman versus the Sentry. They're pretty much the same characters, but who's winning that? It's got to be Superman for the simple fact that the Hulk has beaten the Sentry before. Because so the Sentry is a fractured person. He's a, he's the Sentry, but then he's also the Void. The Void, which is is now Superman versus the Void. That would yeah. be a better fight. Because he's yes. what like the Dark Phoenix when he's the Void. Well, he's fully unlocked. He, okay. he yeah. has no inhibition. So. The Sentry has, he puts up his own barriers because he knows about the Void. And he's trying, he's the opposite of Goku. So he's trying to to stay at a certain level, which will hinder him. Think about, think about the, the World Breaker Hulk. Same thing. Okay. He's, he's just free. You know what I mean? All right. So, and the, the the two thing is he's going he's gonna kill, that's his thing he's gonna kill. You know what I mean? Superman do everything in his power not to kill, but the yo, Void has no no qualms about doing it. My yeah. favorite thing the Sentry has ever done, it was in the I believe in the Civil War comic, where they were they tried to get Daredevil out of jail. Oh no, Daredevil was visiting somebody, and they did a jailbreak, and Carnage came out and was about to get uh, Froggy. And the sentry is just sitting in his jail cell, not moving. And he hears that, uh, Carnage about to do something. And he just, boom, flies over to him, grabs him, takes him to outer space, and just lets him fucking go. And it goes right back to sitting in his jail cell. Shit. And he just sent Carnage floating in the vast void of space. <laughs> Damn. Okay. All right. But transitioning to where you said that he's just holding back the void, that's kind of like Cable, where from what I'm understanding, 99 percent of himself, he's trying to hold back the disease he has. Yeah. So, well, if you take away that disease, how powerful is Cable? Oh, Cable's probably the strongest mutant, because Hope mm-hmm. Summers is supposedly the strongest mutant, depending on what the fuck you read and who's writing it. And and Cable's Scott Summers' father, or son. No, Cable is Scott Summers' son, but he's not Jean Grey's son. Scott, I think, fell in love with like a clone of Jean Grey or yeah. some shit. Yes. Okay. And and uh, Hope Summers is is Cable's daughter. Cable's daughter. All right. So how so how powerful is he? Without the the thing, like, what is he's, his powers? Uh, his power is, is, I think, like telekinetics, like yeah. a whole bunch of mind shit he can do. Yeah. Energy it's pretty projection. much, pretty much, the powers from his mom. Yeah. Okay. It, he right. does a little. I think he does a little bit of like what Bishop does as well, but not to the same scale. As yeah, that. like he can, he can, uh, he can absorb energy and redirect it. And in, and then the technology, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, that's yeah, that's the arm. Travel and whatever all that shit. That's the yeah. Uh, that's the that's the Winter Soldier on more advanced. Okay. So Kenny was saying the Battle Cat versus the Bear Cat. Battle Cat. I'm a oh. He-Man fan, so. I'm a He-Man fan too, but bears are more destrics. They have actual hands. So I think a I think a bear can fuck up a, be- a battle cat. 
So a bear with the agility of a cat can fuck up a cat that just knows battle. Is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. That, I get that it. makes sense. Yeah, I get it. That's what we do here. We have the facts, you know, in 4K. We have the facts in 4K right there for you. Anybody that's wondering. But can he make a good mofongo? I mean, if he puts his mind to it. You can. You got to learn it. So, I right. got me hungry, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Who is the smartest character out of DC and Marvel? Franklin Richards. Even more that, powerful than his sister. That's what that's what they are telling us. You okay. said smartest. Well, yes, but I'm just saying because apparently his sister, the daughter, is smarter. Like at three years old, she knew that in 52 months. Her intelligence would drive a wedge in between the family, and she literally had to give the mask that she was dumber than what she was. And Reed Richards knew that at three years old that he that she surpassed him in knowledge, in intelligence. This is so, what I've heard. So here's the thing. You've read, you heard that somewhere, yeah. right? Again, I read comics. I look up what's the latest shit going on in comics from time to time. I try to stay abreast of things. And until today, I would never been able to, if you put a gun to my head, I would have never been able to tell you what her name is. But I knew Franklin Richards, and I know what the fuck he does. So, and what the writers and what Marvel are telling me, he's the smart one. Okay. So, um, who does, who, who are some of his bad guys that he, that he goes up against? Because with an intellect like that, I don't see... You know, too many opposition for him. Funny enough, more often than not, he is the bad guy. So he's like the Doom. Yeah. Is Doctor Doom around during this time? Yeah. Doctor, this is the Doctor Doom is a god. Like he became a god. He's oh, doing okay. a whole bunch of shit. Did he take the Beyonders powers again? Uh not again. He did it. He did it once before, but not this time. This time he okay. just literally ascended to godhood. So it's how, funny how we're going to see Ascended as you say that. Yeah, of course. So how does Dr. Doom not become smarter than him? Or is it just intelligence out the window and he just gained power? No, well, yeah. Dr. Doom just gained power. Like his his intelligence oh, hit, a, hit a level and it stayed there. And then he was more about just gaining power over different shit. Where Franklin Richards and now his sister... They just their knowledge has surpassed the level of what Doctor Doom has. Okay. But again, you can be as smart as you fucking want to be, but if you don't know how to use your intelligence or if you don't know what to do with it, it means nothing. So like, you could take somebody you know who's fucking book smart and fucking Mensa candidate, drop them in Harlem, drop them in some of these streetwise places. I watch them fucking flounder because they don't know how to use it. Okay. So if we take Neil deGrasse Tyson and drop him in, uh, I don't want to say Harlem because he's from the Bronx. So, you know, I'm pretty sure he knows, but you, you drop him in, uh, Red the Hook. MCU. The, well, Red Hook, the yeah. MCU. Yo, I would love to. I would love to see a comic where Neil deGrasse Tyson is like waxing poetically with either Reed Richards or Doctor Doom or T'Challa, 
or somebody mm-hmm. about the quantum realm or the negative zone or some shit. That would be so. This is gonna it's gonna sound worse than I intended, but that is gonna be like watching uh, the Harlem Globetrotters in the Scooby Doo mystery, where it's like it's something that's awesome outside that actually exists. And you get to see them interact with something that's cool, that's fictional. It's going to be an awesome thing. You can actually have him. See, this is where I think, I don't know if people would be into it. I would definitely buy it. But if you have him in a fucking theological battle where it's him versus Dr. Doom and the whole comic, no punches are thrown. It's just a fucking discussion about something going back and forth. And it's a fucking intellectual battle between them. I would buy that in a fucking heartbeat. Yeah, I'd be down for that. I mean, that sounds interesting. Like uh, Frost Nixon type shit. Yeah. So, all right. Now, since the intelligent, but all right. Which power, all right, which bad guy that doesn't have powers? Let's say like Kingpin or Black Mass or the Joker or, well, I mean, we could take the Joker out of it because he's batshit crazy. Unless you guys want to keep him in there. I mean, but, he doesn't have a power. Being crazy yeah. is not a power. But I'm saying, like, which one... I mean, because he's like a given of this question. But which one of them would be the scariest if they had, like, the Infinity Gauntlet or just Ooh. found immense power? So we're talking about no, we're talking about normal villains. Yeah, like a, like a, the street-level villain. You know, like a Kingpin or... um. You know, uh, uh, Mr. Purple, or you know, somebody who's not a big bad, but if he got cement's power, he'd be scary as shit. I would, right off the top of my head, I would have to say Kingpin, because Kingpin, Kingpin would snap half the universe away, but not like when he snaps, it's not gonna be instant, and it's not gonna be random. It's gonna be picked out. And it's going to be fucking torturous. And it's going to be sadistic. It's going to be some shit where you're like, yo, he hated these guys. Like, Daredevil is going to be... Daredevil is going to be given sight just so he can see his arms and legs ripped from his body. Like, it's going to be some shit. So who would you pick, Lay? That's a good one. Trying trying to think of an interesting one. Um, shit, Kingpin's good. I'm a, I'm a big Kingpin fan. Um, if you if you want me to buy you some time, I got another one. Go ahead. I, I would say frozen as yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I would say Doc Ock. That would be interesting to see what it, what he can do with that fucking gauntlet. Knowing that he's wanted to be Spider-Man, he's inhabited the body of a clone from Spider-Man. That would be interesting to see what he does with it. Because remember, mm-hmm. having the gauntlet doesn't mean you're going to snap half the universe. It just means you have the ultimate power. Is Cassidy without the carnage suit? Ooh. <laughs> yes. Have that insanity 
with that power, when he can pick and choose what to do, when and where, how? Woo! I'm getting chills thinking about it, and it's very scary, by the way, too. Yeah. I have a second one, too. Um, it's tough. Khalif Cassie was tough. You know what I'm saying? Um, ah. Morbius. The Hulk? Morbius. Oh, 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 my bad, my bad. Vampire. Okay. Morbius before he comes a vampire. See, the kid was arrogant and an asshole, and he thought he knew everything. You give him the Infinity Gauntlet, he does. Yep. Here's a question to bounce off, unless you have your own answer. No, no, no. No, I I would have said the kingpin just because you know he's, but you know I, I'm thinking like who on the DC side because imagine on like Luther side, on the DC side everybody's gonna pick like Luther first and foremost. Vandal Savage. Who who's Vandal Savage? Oh, that's the god, the guy that no. can't die. Yeah, Vandal Savage yeah. is the immortal dude that's been around from fucking Stone Age. You give him the gauntlet, yo, stand the fuck back. I don't know who the fuck's stopping him. Yeah, um, Vandal Savage is good, but Ray Shagul. Oh, yes, that's a that good would be one. interesting. That would be interesting. A man that has lived not as long as Vandal Savage, but he he has some time because of the Lazarus pit. Ray Shagul or Razagul to anybody out there that's you know. Touch about it. Rach. But yeah, him. Yeah, here's a here's a, a good question here. Which hero from Marvel or DC would you not want to wear the gauntlet? <laughs> the Punisher. <laughs> That's a fuck, man. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean it, he might just snap half the universe just because yo, you fuck y'all, douche. <laughs> no, but he'll be legit in the he'll, he'll snap the guilty. It's true. And it'll be a lot more than fucking uh than half. But um you know, there's some people that have just some you know, some people go, walk through life with some fucked up mindsets, bro. That they don't do true. anything because they don't have the courage to do it, they're on the balls. But I I know where you're coming from. Uh uh Stark, my first one. Doctor Strange. Apparently no, I'm an idiot. No, Reed Richards. <laughs> he has no sense of human emotions. Like Reed Richard doesn't know what it is to be a regular human being. Like he doesn't know how it is to be polite and nice. Oh, he's one of those he, assholes. Yeah, he's never had to be, man. My man he had no point that he had to deal with. Like the thing and Johnny Soma, the closest people that call him on his shit. Oh, and Stark. But Stark does it just to fuck with him. Yeah, you know, you know what it's like, Vin. Reed Richards is like is like me when it comes to being social, right? I don't really have to be social when we go out. I got K. K can be the life of the party. Yeah, I get to do what I do whatever I do. Or you, you can be the life of the party. I just do whatever I do. I don't have to be social, so therefore I didn't pick up on those skills to be so. So think about think about that guy with that. His thing is going to be just strictly intellectual 
what the world absolutely needs is essential. A lot of us are fucked. He's gonna he's gonna fuck that up because he's gonna yeah. he's gonna put a lot of shit that he thinks we need, but we probably don't. But my answer was Moon Knight. Because of his fucking his psychology and his mental fucking problems he has. Absolutely. Yo, you don't he he would probably be just as bad on accident as fucking Cletus Cassidy. Absolutely. And it's funny because yeah, like you said, it's not intentional, but he's just gonna do it because. He's fighting himself as he's doing it. Yeah. Uh, on the DC side, I don't want Batman having that. I love Batman. But uh, he does not need that. I'm going to say this, and it's probably going to be controversial. I don't want the fucking Flash to have it. Because the Flash be making all the wrong fucking decisions. Oh, yeah. That's that's why I oh, said... Uh, that is essential. He's an idiot. <laughs> you know what it is? These... The heroes are seen as emotional morons. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like their emotional intelligence. It's never good. And that's one of the things I want to, the next one we do, I want to bring up. I, I told Totax about this and and, and uh, Cav knows. Has any hero really dealt with their trauma that has a trauma? Have they dealt with it? You know what I mean? Like, have you dealt with it or are you living with it? I know my favorite. That shit is here. He is embedded in it. The Punisher lives in that trauma. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So that's the thing. You're having somebody with a lack of emotional intelligence having... I feel like every time he gets to a good point, it's... Yeah. Yeah, he cuts me off, yeah. I'd rather... Kalidas have it because... He has none of that. He's just a weight. You know, he's a he's a he's a force. But somebody that's obs- like like Reed Richards, he doesn't know how to deal with people. This you're gonna give this guy that that he's not about logic, and logic doesn't deal well with emotion. And that's just gonna yo mad people are getting fucked over because of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Reed Richards would turn around and be like, oh, the world is starving. So instead of just making like more food, he'd be like, well, kale's a superfood, so everything's kale now. And it's like, I'm helping. It's like, no, you're yeah, not. We're, we're all vegans. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't ask for that choice, bro. Yeah, motherfucker. Now we're going to have to talk. <laughs> now we're going to have to yo, talk. Yo, yo, yo. Don't scarlet and wish me, bro. Yeah. Fucking you know bitch. The thing is, these people, these all these intellectuals have no emotional intelligence. But then you have the people that have all the most intelligence, but they can't balance that out. So it's it's a tough it's a tough sell. You know what I mean? I'd rather yo just I'll pin it on the cycle and be like, yo, at least I know where he stands. Yeah, <laughs> I know what Cletus is gonna do, bro. Like they said in uh, like Johnny Depp said in Pirates of the Caribbean, you can always trust a dishonest man to be dishonest. Absolutely correct. So, which character doesn't need the gauntlet? Like, which one would be the Jake the Snake of of uh, comics? Where he's like, he's gonna, he doesn't need to be champion to be as good as he is. Cap, Cap, Captain America. Cap, Cap is held in in such a high regards by villains and heroes alike. They're like, yo, like Doom said, you're able to get people to do things against their own beliefs and will. Like, yo, you literally 
<laughs> Again. We're not meant to hear this. <laughs> oh, it came back. Yeah, there you go. It didn't, it didn't cut off this time. Yeah, but the point is, he's with, he's he's able to will people to do stuff that they would otherwise second guess because it's cap. You know what I mean? Cap. I mean, most people don't question cap, so there it is. You know what I mean? So would that also mean T'Challa wouldn't need it? Yeah, he's had it though. Oh, he's had yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. What is he, he done with it? So, so when uh, when Doom became a god, he wielded the Infinity Gauntlet to stop him. Okay. Because that was when Doom was trying to invade Wakanda. No, no. At this point, Doom. At this point, Doom already won. He had all of his shit. Reed Richards was like a fucking like a second in command. He had he had heroes working for him, and T'Challa was like on the low working for him. And then he got the Infinity Gauntlet, was able to wear it, and use that to to fucking turn the tide and put put everything back to where the fuck it was. So in the in the comics, it doesn't destroy you like in the movie, the Infinity Gauntlet. There, there is a way in the comics for people to wear it without it being yeah. They see the thing is in the movie they have to make it like that. They have to give a big consequence, otherwise. Anyway, why the it. fuck would we care about Kang coming? We just go get the gauntlet again. <laughs> okay. In the in comics, you could do the storyline where at the end of the story, the gauntlet goes away, and then everybody goes back to whatever they were doing because it was only for that fucking story. Do you still yeah. have to like be worthy enough for the gauntlet, or anybody could? No, the gauntlet has nothing. The gauntlet's not, not moon here. It's not moon. The gauntlet's not moon. It's, but, not, it's not. But like, what you about can the literally wield it? Gamora wielded it at one point, and Nebula. Well, I heard Nebula was crazy. Yeah, yeah, Nebula. <laughs> when Nebula took it, everybody, everybody's like, "Whoa, let's stop her!" That, and stop that, Thanos was like, "Wait a minute, wait a yeah. minute." <laughs> we don't no, no, we don't fuck with this bitch. Truce. Yeah. I know my daughters, <laughs> not her. Yeah. yeah. And so in the comics, so think about I, it. You rather you rather have it in the most. Dangerous woman in the universe than her. <laughs> so to answer, I think the question you were about <laughs> to ask in the comics, there is no requirement to get the soul stone. Okay. You don't have to give a life for a life. It, again, in the movie, they did that because you need, you need certain plot devices. You need something to, you need a reason for Gamora to be off screen for half the movie. No, but uh, I mean, it also, it also makes sense. Cause like something has to be permanent here. Yeah. But, it, the whole song. but then again, it doesn't make sense because you give it back, and what the fuck did that person come back? No. So like, yeah, that's it's true. not a. But do they do they give it back? Well, Cap has to give it back in order to reset the timeline. So now, but now this is where the, the question is: like, how this that's an open like an open ended uh, source there because. He gives it back. What happens? So here's the thing, Doctor Strange, the the what if for Doctor Strange, when they were saying that there are absolute points. I think Iron Man's death, Black Widow's death, and some certain other shit are absolute points in time. Thanos snapping everybody, it's an absolute point in time that that those things had to happen when they happened. 
in order for for the timeline or for everything to flow the way it should flow. Yep. So the what ifs aren't canon, but the the justifications no, for some shit are canon. No. So the what ifs are canon. They're just not. The what ifs are canon. In a different they're universe. Not, they're not timeline canon. Like you can't sit here and go, oh, I'm gonna watch the first Avenger, and then, uh, then the first episode with Captain Carter. Like it doesn't fit in the timeline. But the fact that what if is happening is canon to the it counts. Okay. Yeah. Cause you're now that the timeline is fractured at the end of Loki, we are watching parts of the fracture. Well, we're watching it through the watcher's eyes. And we're gonna have to wait until next week to talk about that one. Because you know we need Absolutely. a week. To, yeah. Is that... Yo, the, Rus- Yo, the Russo's law, bro. Yo, yeah. A week long... after that, whatever we're going to do, spoiler alert, we're going to be like, Yo, we're going to talk about it. Yeah, for real. And then, you know, yo, the next, yo, when the Spider-Man movie comes out, you got a week. How how powerful is the Watcher? God, insanely. Is he as powerful as a Celestial or more powerful than? I think he's, I think he's on the tier underneath the Celestial. Okay. And who's above the Celestials? The one above all, or yeah, there's a, there's a few there's a few people who the tribunal? are tribunal. Yeah, the living tribunal. The living tribunal. There, so the one above all is is the top, but there's under him. There's an actual like god of the MCU, which I forget what the fuck his name is. But oh, is it? Oh, damn! I had his card. He looks like he literally looks like space, but like in the mold of a person. Yeah. Weird. It's fucking weird. I forget his name. Yeah. Yeah. But not yeah. It's like the one above all, that guy, the tribunal, then a couple of couple other folks in there. Yeah, like and the people beyond the celestials and then yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, kind of those those fellas there. Do the tribunal are they like judges or some shit? Or? No, the the living tribunal is one guy with multiple faces. Kind of like the Transformer dude. When uh, they went Galvatron. Yeah, 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 yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Funny, his face actually it floats above. There's no neck. There's a body, and it has it has four faces that turns. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, and they they serve as justice, law, death, life. Like they all serve a function of reality. Do they? Do they? Would they work with the TBA? No, they they're <clears throat> they're like a function above. And the TVA has, has, they're not on that level. Ah. Yeah. No. But the TVA is a thing in the comics. Yeah, no, it is. It is, it is a right. thing in the comics. It's a, it's a, it was kind of an obscure thing, and then they made it a bigger thing. Like, once they did it in that one, they made it, they did it in the Thor comic book, right? And then they brought it back, and then they never mentioned it again. Like, it, like, it's not that important, but low-key... <laughs> Made like damage control. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like damage control. By the way, I wish we would have got that show. It would have been awesome. Oh, the shield <laughs> one? Yeah, because, yo, how many times have the Avengers not fucked up the city? And these guys had to clean it up even Spider-Man. And damage control has to show up there. Yeah. And like, it would have been a com- It would have been a great comedy. Gotta keep, keep cleaning up after these motherfuckers. They man. kind of <laughs> did it in, in uh, was it, um, Homecoming. Yeah, that, that, yeah. But the, yeah. No, the thing is, damage control... Came after the the damage control was the people coming taking yeah, their jobs. Yeah. It was damage control. 
know what I'm saying? Oh, those are people really that took his job. They it that way, yeah. They that show would like, like a mix of Superstore and The Office. Yeah. I'm like, these fucking guys. Again. But yeah, I mean, if you're damage control, you got to pay something really good to do oh, that yeah. kind of shit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It, even in the comics, this is still America. They're probably making fifteen dollars an hour. <laughs> this is true. They get true. they get one week vacation and three holiday pay. <laughs> so you're picking up alien tech and you're still getting paid shitty. Yeah. 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 Those those are one of those shows that I wish it would have happened. Like the New Warriors. There were so many shows that could have made it. Like I, I, I remember I saw a clip of the that Wonder Woman show. Remember that? Oh yeah, but I was uh, like, you know what's funny? Patrick or whatever her name is. These are funny. Pedro Pascal was in. Shit, Pedro Pascal was in the the TV show. Yeah, he was. He was in the pilot. He was in it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Funny. When he was that... like her. He was like her. He was her liaison. When did that pilot come out? It never did. Oh, years ago, brother. Oh. Years ago, brother. That was like that might have been that was like early two thousands or mid two thousands. Shit. Maybe maybe twenty eleven. Twenty eleven around there. I can see that, yeah. So all right, la- last thing of the night before we go, because you know, I want to try to start ending these at twelve. So yeah, because you know, lack of sleep has really caught up to me. Like if you, you could tell with the with the camera now, I got no hair. You know. I've been trying to hide that fact. You know, I've been combing it to the side and shit like that. But anyway, the the new DC movies that are coming out, Flashpoint, well, Batman is the, the next one, but Flashpoint is the big one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And all right, so I know there's a lot of rumors or, or you know, there's 15 different Batmans and this other shit, but what are you hoping for this Flash movie to accomplish for the DC universe? Is this supposed to be like a reboot? Are you hoping it's a reboot or what is this supposed to be? Like, what are you hoping for and what is it supposed to be? I'm hoping for three things. One that will, one will never happen. And two of them are feasible. <laughs> so logic is the first one. No, the, the two feasible one is I'm hoping that Michael Keaton has a return to form as Batman. And it's not a weird thing where we're looking at him like, Ooh, his time has passed. Two, I'm hoping that this does what Loki did and this just opens it up and gives us, like, the Flash fucks something up, so now this Justice League and the new one are all in the same place. They they all happen just in different fucking Earths. Just give an explanation that will tie it up so that way that Christopher Nolan Batman was on Earth 32, the Ben Affleck Batman was in Earth fucking 3, the, the new Batman is whatever the fuck. Like, just give us an explanation as to why there's 15 movies about Batman and all of them are different. <laughs> and, like, the Christopher Reed Superman is on this one? Yeah. Okay. The one thing that will never happen in a million years that I wish this new Flash would do is get fucking rid of Ezra Miller and put a better actor in his Flash. <laughs> Yeah, Yo, they're fucking running. This motherfucker said <laughs> that he took Tai Chi and he took martial arts and that's some of the movements. I'm like, yeah, you seen Usain Bolt run? Fastest motherfucker in the world. This. 
Yeah, you don't. Fuck, he's not swimming. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Under, I don't understand that logic. You took Chai Chi and martial arts to run. Because why don't you take running? That's like me saying I took mathematics oh, sorry, sorry. To, to lift weights. Very few things in Chai Chi like have you doing this. You like. He probably took a, a keto and mistaken that for Tai Chi. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I, we, I saw that running. I was like. Yo, yeah, that I was wanna, to me. I, I was like. So that every time he runs, he's throwing batarangs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? At least he's, he's doing also... something. Because, yo, I, I mean, if, if if you don't want him to look like a bundle of sticks while he's running, please change that shit. But go ahead, Lay. Your turn. Uh, yeah. Uh, first, I wanted to completely reset all the bullshit we've been through. <laughs> all right. Uh, uh, Josh Whedon, even the Snyder Cut, fuck all that. Let's Let's get back to the basics. Let's restart this shit, right? Uh, don't catch up. Start your own shit. You will be successful. Two, I want to see Michael Keaton as the lead. Like, Michael Keaton is getting them together to fight a bigger threat. You know what I mean? He's essentially the Nick Fury. Okay. But multiverse-wise, you know what I mean? He's picking the best of the best. He was like, not that Flash, that Flash. Not that Wonder Woman. Go fuck yourself, that Wonder Woman. Ain't shit never talked about the women. <laughs> He's getting the cream of the crop. There you go. You know, like I want to, um, what it like I would cap what will never happen is, um, they'll get it right. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like DC doesn't want to even, I feel like DC is like the WWE. They don't even want to try at this point to get it right. Like, yo, we're going this way. They're going this way the whole way. Not really? I, I'm rooting for you guys. I, I want you to win. Oh, I just thought of another thing I would like to see. I would like this. So, Michael Keaton, return to form. I would like this, though, to be the last time Michael Keaton suits up as Batman and then spin this into Batman Beyond and bring in Terry McGinnis with Michael Keaton as old Bruce Wayne. That's the only Bruce Wayne. That's the only Bruce Wayne. I heard I, Ben I Affleck is also. To do, I wanted to do that one episode. Batman, me Batman. Batman, me Batman. <laughs> like, I wanted to be like Ben Affleck. It goes, me Batman. And he goes, I never believe I was this green. And he does, let me show you interrogation. By the way, I have no idea where that Kevin Conroy voice came from. It was legitly like, like, let me show you how to interrogate. I'm like, yes. Yep. This is how I know him. See, kind of like that. Yeah. Yo, Comic-Con's coming up. I've been in the room. where So they, they were doing the, uh, the Arkham Asylum video game. And he came on stage to talk because he was voicing the character. And I've been in the room where they asked him to say, I am vengeance. I am the knight. I am Batman. And also, I'm not wearing hockey pads. Fucking greatest thing ever. <laughs> Shit, that's gotta be dope. See, for me, I what I'm hoping for in this Flash movie, which I don't have any high hopes for, I'm hoping that they legitimately 
when he goes back in time and fucks everything up and they you know, he has to fix everything they reboot everything like they reshow batman fucking up superman they reshow like the fucking justice league forming and you know all this other shit and they tie in fucking the shazam and they bring in the green lantern and they tie in why you know like the fucking the shit with wonder woman with wonder woman and a new aries fighting her and and you know that whole bullshit with 84 is gone you know like it's, it's just straight out like in a 15 minute span these are the 25 movies we asked for you know you know what i'm saying like like reboot it like cause how many times have you seen them go they did a way better spider-man in the 12 seconds that marvel did them than in the yeah. four movies like that's what i'm saying yeah like like that's what i'm hoping for but yeah. like like it's not gonna happen the best we're gonna get is a batman like the, the best we're gonna get is batman Yo, like I, I'm, I'm only really looking forward to Michael Keaton. Yo, Black Adam, Shazam, all that other just coming out. Yo, I'm, lo- I'm only looking forward to Michael Keaton. I hear, and I, to be honest, I don't, I didn't even know. Like I knew um, Ben Affleck said that he had fun playing yeah, Batman did. in this movie. Then the other ones. Yeah, and then it's like Michael Keaton. I'm just, I'm like, I guarantee you that this movie is gonna fuck that up somehow. There's gonna be 25 seconds of Batman's, and Michael Keaton's gonna walk in. I'm Batman, and that's it. Yep. He's not even gonna wear the suit. He's just gonna come in and be like, yeah. "I'm Bruce Wayne." Yeah, like they're gonna show the, vi- the 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 interview he had with the dude from the late night show, whatever the fuck. He goes, "Oh, so you played Batman?" No, no, no. I am Batman. He goes, "No, yeah. I am Batman." Yeah, that's gonna be a part of the movie. Goes, no, 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 no. I don't play Batman. I, I am Batman. <laughs> Like that's gonna be in the movie, and that's it. I just, I just thought of one more thing that I want this Flash to do. For the love of God, please get the death of Batman's parents correct. No other movie yeah. has ever gotten it done. <laughs> <laughs> For real, but like, but if if yo imagine if they they tied in all the characters to make it one cohesive universe, they tied in the, the actual TV shows. So that way you don't have, yeah, the, you know, that way they don't have to fucking re, uh, fucking, uh, explain who the green arrow is or, or fucking, or any of those fucking people that are already there. I, I, it's escaping me. Or Supergirl, tie in the fucking Supergirl, you know, throw her in there. Just make it cohesive. Oh, well, she is, she is in the flashpoint. There you go. There is a new Supergirl who who has dark hair and looks Spanish. That's the new Supergirl, Spanish Supergirl. Yes. Good. Yeah. We need a Spanish looking Supergirl. I, I think she's like Superman's daughter from an alternate timeline or some shit like that. Why couldn't she just be Kara Jor-El? Yo, I I'm not DC, bro. I'm with you. So basically, grab all of our fuck, hopes are fucked yo, up. Grab a fucking comic book, open it up, pen to paper, son. Let's do this. Yeah. That, why, that- why do you be creative? Who the fuck told you to get creative? For that, she should just be Power Girl. With the tits? Yeah. We need the tits. We didn't get them from Wonder Woman. We need the tits. We're not going to be able to tell the difference if if you don't have the hole. Yeah. That's what gives it away. It's like the glasses. If Superman's not wearing the glasses, we don't know who's called Ken. Um, Yeah, that's her. Oh, I full screened it. That's her. The Mila Kunich? 
Yeah, that that's Supergirl now. I don't I don't know her name, but I remember they they did broadcast when they announced her in the like movie. They told her, they told yeah. her online like, "Yo," they told her in, on on a on a fandom thing like, "Yo, you're gonna be Supergirl." So why does she look like Spider Woman? Oh, cause so here's here's a better. This is the the full version of her costume. She looks like if Spider Man was dressing as Superman for Halloween. Well, that that's the new that's the new thing for Supergirl. No more skirt. No more. I understand that, but you couldn't do something better. Well, dude, everything looks weird, but previs. But let's see what it actually looks like on when they actually put it to film. Dang. So all of our hopes and dreams for DC movies are horrible. Let's just hope that they come out with more cartoon movies, <laughs> and we'll call it a day because the they're winning on that one. Drops pretty soon. The Injustice one drops pretty soon. Yo, shout out to uh, I don't know how 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 much screen time she's gonna get in the movie, but shout out to uh, Laura Bailey, who's a voice actress who's done a whole bunch of anime. She played Young Trunks for Dragon Ball Z. Uh, she did. Uh, she's plays the vet Black Widow voice for Avengers Assemble and all the cartoons. She's Sweet. playing Lois Lane in this movie. Uh, she's part of the Critical Role team. They play D&D. An amazing voice actress. She, she does video games, a whole bunch of shit. I can't wait to see her nail this role because she's fucking phenomenal. Nice. Shout out to her. So, um, on that note, next week we're gonna uh, talk about these heroes and their and their trauma if they work through it or not. So, you know, pen to paper, guys, pen to paper. Yep. We got we got some big ones there. Maybe some ones you haven't even heard of, because you know there's a lot of trauma going on in the in the the comic book world. Hopefully that, next that week. There has to be like an epicenter of of heroes becoming heroes. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and hopefully next week. We have a new guy coming on. His name is Shonuff. You may not know who the fuck he is, but we're going to introduce him. Cavs might, you know, come back. He's still, um, you know, healing up from his uh, extraction. So, you know, feel better, Cavs. And you know what? I'm also planning to have uh, my, my Comic-Con video should be done by next week. Put up. I go there on Friday. There you go. Give you a little taste of what that's like. Yep. Uh, have fun, Cap. Enjoy yourself, man. Uh, do yourself a favor. Stay with the weirdos. Yo, is there any uh, is there any artists or writers? Because they, you know, they have Artist Alley. If there's any artists that you want me to swing by, and say hey. what's up to, or get something from. That's good. Yeah, yo, if Jimmy Lee's there, I'm a huge fan of Jimmy Lee. Yo, Jimmy Lee, the line for him, I'd have to show up on fucking Wednesday and wait for. <laughs> He's oh, and um. The guy, the guy that did uh, the the guy that wrote the Carnage run, the 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 the, the, um, the Black Symbiote run, that he did the the Null run, I forget the cat's name. He's doing Thor now. I forget the cat's name. Kate, you get the name. Kate, it was Kate. If you get his name, shoot shoot it to Totags and. Uh, I will. I will. Yeah. Once I figure out the name, I'll, I'll shoot it to him. You know what I mean? But yeah, uh, you know, little snippet. You guys know that we appreciate their work, and um, most of all, yo. DC, get your shit together. That's right. And if you can't, you can always go fuck yourself. Oh, and uh, and on go ahead, oh, Cap. Well, oh, before you we should get to plug the other shit we're doing. Oh shit! Yeah, there you go. That's true. Tomorrow, 
the movie podcast. We're going to be reviewing the first Halloween from 1978, the original Halloween. The original Halloween. The original Halloween. Thursday, we're going to be comparing Lay and Show's draft compared to the WWE's draft and how they fucked that up royally. And then so in the show on Friday, who knows what we're going to talk about. Last time we last time we spoke about women and what we consider hot and and um, when it's the best time to talk to your girl about having sex more than once a week. So you know, yeah. So you know, we we do everything on this fucking podcast, and I challenge any motherfucker out there to do what we do. Just just go fuck yourself before you do it. And on that note, wait. It, oh, like, subscribe, share to these two gentlemen. Once again, great times. Oh, sh- yep, yep. And on th- and on that note, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And on that note, it's your friendly neighborhood knucklehead signing out. Everybody, peace. I pushed the fucking button. All there the you time. go. There you go. <laughs> Every time. Just Every fucking it. time. Just label the button. I labeled it. It just I don't know. Oh. Sometimes that shit happens instantaneously. Then, then other times that shit just decides, oh, oh, you was talking to me this whole time? Fucking stupid ass shit. Off. Just his face off. Or or stream end. Yeah, SP. right. <laughs> yeah. What happened to the show, bro? I don't know. He didn't even fucking respond to me. I hit him up earlier. Nothing. I was like, yo, bro, we need you to ask these questions. Nothing. Hopefully he can get